What's happening, people? This your boy, Fish Montana, a.k.a. El Pesco, and welcome to this episode, man. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes, type in This Ain't No Podcast, and make sure you follow us on SoundCloud. Also, This Ain't No Podcast, and if you have any questions, you have any topics you want us to discuss for next episode, hit us up on Gmail at thisaintnopodcast at gmail.com or Twitter at notapodcast, N-O-T-T-A podcast. A lot, but hey, we try to make it. Come on, baby. Don't you forget, this ain't no podcast. Oh, yeah, it took me back. Ah, it takes me back to the good old days. All right, let's see. Yo, 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 yo. All right, we good. We good. <clears throat> you good over there? Y'all good? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Oh, yeah. Took it back. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Ooh, how y'all feeling out there? Yeah. Pimpalicious. Come on, now. You know, Curtis got to start us off, you know what I'm saying? You got to feel a little old school sometimes. Ooh. Oh, matter of fact, this is a good uh, intro for you, sir. <laughs> Who I got in front of me? Uncle Buck. That's BBB, y'all. Big Buck brand, Big Buck Industries. That's what I the say. High Yellow Bastard is here. Let yes, sir. Who I got over here to my right? Got Giz. You know you just Giz today, right? That's fine. <laughs> giz the Giz. <laughs> Not fucking with you. And this your boy. Hold on. Sing to him, That's what I said. Who's Freddy? You think he was snitching on him? <laughs> <laughs> was Curtis snitching a little bit? Hey, my bit. <laughs> he said, you know, Freddy's dead. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fucked up way to find out your man is dead in the song. This is one of the best soundtracks of all time. Superfly? Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Let's ride out. You can't disrespect Curtis. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> Freddie ain't here no more. We're all built up with progress, <laughs> hey. but sometimes I must confess hey. we can deal with rockets hey. and dreams. But reality, what does it mean? Ain't nothing said. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Freddie, rest in peace. <laughs> let's get to, let's get to the work. You know what I'm saying? Let's get to work. Let's get to work. Uh, Twitter. Not a podcast, N-O-T-T-A, podcast, all right? You want us to do, you, got, you got a bag for us? You want to do a walkthrough? You know what I'm saying? Pop up, you know what I'm saying? What you want us to do? You know what I'm saying? We're going to be there. Hit us up on Gmail. This ain't no podcast at gmail.com. You know what I'm saying? You want to check out our artwork. You want to check out uh, B Prince's artwork that he sets up for us. Hey, B, come on, man. We miss you, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I forgot to uh, respond back to this text too. I, I, my bad. <laughs> my bad. We know you out there working. You doing your thing. Uh, Instagram. This ain't no podcast. Put the at in front of that, fellas. Damn, son. Yes. 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 Yes, indeed, man. How y'all feeling? Feel good. 
Yeah. How you feeling, Uncle Buck? I'm fine. That that did not sound good. <laughs> yeah, that sounded dry. Holy oh, shit! Like, you already got something to get off your I chest. I hate my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. Can you untie that noose around your neck? Shoot me now. Yeah, can put the pistol away. Yo. Mm. <laughs> Take <laughs> my left hand. Right. <laughs> like, <sighs> I'm good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, are you sure? Come on, you want you let some off your chest here? Come on now. No, I'm good. I'm good. Seriously. All right, cool. That's good to hear. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> You can always rub one up, man. I need a bump. I can go with that. <laughs> or both. Why not? You want to get froggy? I can go with that. <laughs> you want to get froggy? You know what I'm saying? Do that. <laughs> um, before we get into anything, man, we had us a nice conversation, you know what I'm saying, off the mic. And um, it's funny because, you know, it's funny how the universe works because uh, Giz was telling me a story you know, uh, about how Mrs. Giz has been... Uh, you know, told one of her co-workers about <clears throat> uh, about the podcast, right? You know what I'm saying? About how he listened to an episode, Stinky Pink. Shout out to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to that episode. It was a little, you know, a little raunchy. You know how we get down sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But he said he loved it. You know what I'm saying? He loved the episode. He's going to spread the love, you know what I'm saying? He think, he, he think we did a good job, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. Can we give a name or no? I actually forget the name. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you. Shout out to Mrs. Gibbs for, you know, putting us on too in the workplace. But it's funny that it happened because I was thinking like just earlier I put it on Facebook. It was like I, I said the podcast game getting like the rap game. You feel what I'm saying? Because everything's being oversaturated with mediocre mm-hmm. talent and mediocre content. Because that's how I was feeling at the time. You know what I'm saying? I was feeling like, you know, we've been doing this going on three years now. You know what I'm saying? It's getting, I think, uh, when would three years happen? Is it almost there? December. Did we start in December? I know we're getting close to, we're getting yeah, close to three time, years. Yeah. yeah, we're getting close to three years. And I feel like, you know, I've been in this place, you know, of, you know, I just feel like we should be further along. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we should be at a certain point. You know what I mean? Because that's just how I always think. You know what I'm saying? This is how I've always felt about the podcast. I just put us in high regards. Ever since we first started, day one, you know what I'm saying? That first episode, I'm like, damn, this shit is lit. (laughs) Lit, lit, lit. You know what I'm saying? We We got every aspect possible. And I just felt in my mind, we should be in a higher place. You feel what I'm saying? And... You know, kids have to break it down to me. Like, yo, shit, ha- you gotta calm down. You feel me? It's a long, it's a long game. You're playing the long game. Shit don't happen overnight. You know what I'm saying? It does not happen overnight. You feel what I'm saying? But again, I just felt like in my head, we need to be in a certain spot. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of leads to the, the other topic we talked about about these people like uh people like a Vince McMahon, a Kobe Bryant, a Michael Jordan. These motherfuckers that have a goal and they go they it's like a a killer be killed mentality where they just it's a survival it's just like i'm mowing down everyone in front of me and i'm gonna get to this spot that top spot you feel what i'm saying but you know what does it take to get to that spot you feel what i'm saying like are we it's kind of more like uh, would we would you be willing to sacrifice what are you willing to sacrifice to get to that spot? You feel what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. these people, 
that we talked about uh we said well we knew we mentioned vince colby steve jobs these motherfuckers who are iconic in their field great in their field very successful you could say game change it whatever in their field they have changed the format or changed lifestyles from what they've done but you know in their personal life they had to like okay family fuck out of here <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh friends fuck out of here like that's not important this is what's important this is the goal and i'm asking y'all like what's more is this what's more important is the goal more important or is the family aspect or the peace of mind i should say mm. is the peace of mind more important than let's say your i won't say success cause you could be successful let's just say your to be the top of the top to be the top dog what do y'all what y'all think well see for me i i guess what you just mentioned like having peace of mind right mm-hmm. um i think overall there does seem to be like an overlying trait with like all the names that you just mentioned, just like other people in general, right? The so-called average Joe. So the ones that we see uh, on an everyday basis that may be affluent, right? Um, They had to go ahead and give up something to go ahead and get there. Whether it be um, on the front end of things, whether it be like, you know, schooling, just kind of constantly grinding out, starting off and just kind of like putting those hours on the front end of things and on the back nine, so to speak. They are kind of reaping the benefits. I've reached a certain place and you know what? I'm good Where others. The names that you mentioned um, specifically, it seems like it was just constant go not only on the front end of things, but even to like this day to, you know, to a large extent where. They're just wired that way. My time is just like too valuable. I love my family and all, but business comes first. Mm. You know, um, I need to be viewed as the best by all costs. And by all costs, more times than not, you're often sacrificing, you know, going out for your anniversary. Yeah. Remembering the birthday. Or if you do remember, actually being in attendance, you know, to recognize. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, is it worth it? I think it's really like a case by case basis, to be honest about it. Some people, um, Giz mentioned Steve Jobs. In hindsight, you know what? It wasn't worth it. You know, I did all this. I'm literally a game changer in the history of the world. You know what I'm saying? But I would give it all back if I can have that time back with my little girl and the family. Other people, you know what? Fuck that. I'm a success. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the master of the industry, and this is where I always wanted to be, and I'm content with that. I missed a few birthdays here and there, but at least they know who I am and what I did. Yeah. Right. I'm, I guess I see it like somewhere in the middle. Is it, can there be like a, a medium? I like to think so. Maybe I'm being like overly optimistic. Um, I guess like looking at my own situation, I was telling you guys that, um, you know, I'm not nowhere near their level, but to go ahead and kind of like achieve a certain point in, in my field. Yeah. I had to sacrifice some time. And it did put a strain on my relationship with my wife, you know, in some circumstances. Um, I like to think that when I got to a certain point, I started kind of easing back on the throttle and looking back, would I do it all again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know 
when to say when, at least for me. Right. So with that situation, because you know what? I feel like it could be a medium. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It could be that, but just the way business is now, like the way mm-hmm. we see business and the way other people, like we see like it can be one. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I feel like no matter what field it is, if you want to be number one, like we can all eat. Like Again, there's all these podcasts out here. You feel what I'm saying? Like everyone's doing their thing. And again, I've, I've advocated like, hey, this is cool. Like everyone's getting their opinion. Everyone's have, able to have their own platform. But then I'm at this point now, <laughs> you feel me? Where I feel like, damn, everyone's out here. What about us? You feel yeah. what I'm saying? What about you got to be, and then that's that mentality though. Like that's that mentality where uh, you just want to be the top one. You want you can have everyone else, but you want to be the top dog. And I think you know just the way just from that mindset, that's what makes people just doggish. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That makes people t- turn to that dark side in their mind. That makes them you know. You gotta, you gotta fight. You know, feel me. You gotta, you gotta knock people out the way. You gotta do this. You gotta sacrifice that and this to get to this top spot. And you may lose. You may sacrifice a lot. You feel what I'm saying? You may sacrifice a lot. You may, you know, like you said, miss birthdays, miss this, miss that. Cut off people. You know what I'm saying? Or fuck people over to get to your spot. I feel like you know, it's 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 tough, man. You feel me? Like I don't know. And I'm just at a point in my life, or a point with this is like, what the fuck do I need to do? You know what I'm saying? Because I will, I love, I want to have peace of mind. I feel I'm not there. You feel what I'm saying? I see these people that are successful. Are they happy? Are they putting on the front? You know what I'm saying? Do are, like do when you have it all, are you happy now that no. you didn't? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, peace of mind is everything, but you're never truly just happy. Mm. You know. Um, at that higher level that you're talking about, the Kobe's, you're talking about the Jordans, the Steve Jobs, the Vince McMahon's, the Jeff Bezos, <clears throat> and people like that. It's never just total satisfaction 24-7. That's just not the case. People assume it's that way because you're constantly buying Amazon products and stuff like that, but it's not happy. I mean, not too long ago, he went through a damn near billion-dollar divorce, Right. He's probably still going through it because you never heard anything else. At, you don't know what the verdict is on that divorce. You know what I mean? Like, so they're probably still going through those negotiations. I thought they came to a settlement. What was the settlement? Because um, oh, I, I know there was no prenup. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of money. But there was, I know there wasn't a prenup, but was it just, I mean, I know he cheated. It was like, you're going through divorce. But was it like just concrete, this is what it is? Yeah, he, um, she, got a, she got a bag. Yeah, she got a but word, it's still <laughs> like a drop compared to what his overall worth is, and he retains his titles, the company, the whole nine and stuff. Boom. But there you go. You know what I mean? So is there a sacrifice? If you if you want something bad enough, there's always going to be a sacrifice. Right. So that just goes, not just what we're talking about here at the podcast, across the board in life. If you want something bad enough, there will always be a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that, people. All right? What that sacrifice is going to be, depends on the demand depends on what it is that you're chasing what it is you're going for if you're a single person out here there really is no sacrifice for you so good luck to you if you're a person with family there's going to be sacrificing your family is going to be sacrificing you have to make that decision well if you're single you do have a sacrifice you're sacrificing opportunity to have a family no if if you're if you're a single if you're a single person you need to go get it 
You should not you, you should not base your life off of I need to find a mate and mate and then re uh uh re recuperate what's the, what's the word? Re uh, you about to say recuperate? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. Uh, what, nigga? What, the, uh, reproduce reproduce uh, children that's, and shit. Yeah, that's like the right that. word. <laughs> recuperate. Is that the word? Procreate. Procreate. Thank you. I'm no good. Stick to the simple words. No, hold on. (laughs) When I drink, I'm sure our fan base knows by now. When I drink, I'm no good. Just say fuck. When I don't drink, (laughs) I'm a fucking genius. I promise you. Just say fuck. Right now, I've been drinking. (laughs) But when you fuck, there you go. All right, and you make babies, then you know that creates a distraction. But that should not be at the forefront of a of a young person. The forefront of a young person should be how can I survive out here in life, and how can I reach and maximize my goals. You know what I'm saying? And if those things happen along the way, so be it. However, I need to maximize maximize my goals. Kobe Bryant, who's one of the people mentioned, one of his goals to maximize was be the best basketball player he could be. (coughs) Just so happened along the way, he met a young lady. They ended up having children. He had a family, so on and so forth. And we know that story. You know what I mean? So your goal as a young person should always be how can I maximize my potential and my goals? Well, I feel about that. Like, I'm going back to the peace of mind. Okay, you can be young, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not even just talking about, like, you can be older and single, younger and single. I mean, you can have your goals in mind, but still you're sacrificing even that opportunity to make that family. What if you do want that? What if you're lonely? What if you, you know what I'm saying? You want to start a, a family, you feel what I'm saying? Well, and you can't, you don't have time to meet people. You don't have time to provide not not provide but you don't have time to start a family you feel what i'm saying like what if that what if that is what you want but you also want this success you want to be the top of the top well what i'm saying is if you're a young person that shouldn't even be on your mind i mean family shouldn't really cross your mind until you're hitting about 30 or so because if you think about it like you're a young person you're in your 20s you're still growing you're still maturing so there should be no need and like like a, a de- definitive need to, I must start a full blown. Right, well, to be honest, I'm right not really now. talking about young. All right, let's not talk. Let's get to that thirty. You're in your third. When you're thirty, you don't get. You don't have everything to put together. You still in that dog mode. You probably no, in them, more them, in dog them, mode them, when you're them, in your thirties. Them, yeah, them early thirties, mid thirties and stuff. You're still in dog mode for sure. And you know, at that point, if a family happens to arise, it arises, but it shouldn't become your. If you're focused on a goal, a set goal, and let's say you've been focused on a set goal through your 20s, through your 30s, keep focusing on that set goal. You know what I mean? You can still be there for your family as much as possible and still focus on your goal. Now, will it be, let's say, the the reality of it is, will it be 100% family? No. It just won't. You know, and it sounds crude, but that's just true. It won't be 100% family. You know, but that's why you need to find a partner who can understand what it is your lifestyle and can understand their role in that partnership. Mm. So at the end of the day, it is a partnership. And are they willing to take on those duties in the wake of your absence? That's all it is. You know what I'm saying? But if you're in your 30s, you can still grind it out as if you're in your 20s. It's a fact. See, and I guess I, I look at it like with, it's like the whole thought process. Uh, I think it's a combination of different things. Uh, 
the overlying asset that everybody has, no matter who you are, no matter what walk of life, is time. Mm. I think it's a matter of time waits for no man. I think it's a matter of how you allocate that time. Each person is different in terms of how they how they view what their time is worth. Right. Um, And I think the second part of the equation is ambition. Some people are more ambitious than others. And from based off of that, how do I go about allocating the time? Because all of us had the same 24 hours throughout the whole day. How do I go about allocating that towards various things? Some of the people that we're talking about, I get the example of uh, Vince McMahon, where he had uh, built a billion dollar business. I'm sorry. Right? Is him and Linda still together? Him and Linda? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Just, um, just making sure. But his main passion, you know, just grinding out, trying to go ahead and run the company. He found time to go ahead and do a rec- uh, recreational activity. He went to a concert with somebody. After the concert was over with and partying and drinking, he wanted to go ahead and work out and then get right back to work without really getting any sleep and stuff right. just because he's wired that way. And that's how he chose to go ahead and spend that 24 hours. Not necessarily going home, seeing the wife, even though his kids are grown and gone. He wasn't thinking about them. It was like, let me go ahead and get this little me time in. And then, you know what? Right back to the grind. I'm sure it was the same way when they was kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's not just getting this little me time. If he's doing that, that's probably his everyday Routine, not every day, but that's probably like in a sense of not saying partying and going to concerts mm-hmm. every single day. But well, that, that's what like, I meant by kind of like the meantime in terms of like the working out um, piece. Like yeah. that's like his normal routine, but that, and that's what I mean in terms of what I guess like his order of things in terms of how he wants to go about allocating his twenty four hour piece of the pie yeah. and stuff. Then um, going to like the so called um, you know average Joe, the next person, next person, none of that stuff is nowhere near their atmosphere their radar whatever you want to call it and stuff it's more so like all right you know i got this eight hour block i gotta go ahead and knock out my regular nine to five then from there i may want to go ahead and just chill i want you know you see what i'm saying like versus let me go ahead and like you know after my nine to five and more times than that the average person isn't necessarily doing or following their passion they're more so just doing something to go ahead and get some income into the household so determining what that passion is and what that um that ultimate like you know in the perfect world this is what i would be doing instead of what i'm you know currently doing that person is going to allocate time more times than that to go ahead and kind of move towards that realm of things it's more so like let me just get through the day knock out my business piece then it's all about like whatever else just to kind of like fill up the time including sleep Mm. you know um and i think that's sometimes where the differences lie where some people are able to go ahead and rewire or I actually shouldn't say rewired because sometimes people are just like naturally born that way. Just like constant go. See, I was going to get to that because I envy those motherfuckers. I'm not even going to lie. It's a hard lifestyle. Yeah, I, it, I, it, it, it wears on you. I and, envy it though. And I kind of can do it though. And going about going back to common themes, not every case, but you do see a lot of cases where people wire like that. Again, we're talking about time and what the sacrifice is. Even if they do find the uh, time to go ahead and start a family. It's not necessarily a happy family. How many times do you... It's never a happy Yeah, how many times do you go ahead and hear about like, you know, oh, this is my second or third marriage or Mm -hmm. you're still together, but technically you can't stand each other. You know what I'm saying? Just because always gone. I mean, it's... 
adding pop culture to it. It's almost like what happened with um, Avengers, the Soul Stone. So for so, you know, you have yeah, to sacrifice something sacrifice to get something. something. To get what you want? Yeah, that's just life. And you have to understand that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, you know, you about to say something. I'm just saying. I just want to say that I understand that shit. But when you still think of these people, they're icons. You feel what I'm saying? I, I said. I just remembered. I said this offline. My model of how I live by, and I learned this model based on how those people you said live by. So. Basically, what it is is, and I get a lot of flack from this from people. So, for me personally in my life, I have a hierarchy. So, some people put their spouse first, then their children, and then their siblings, and then so on and so forth, right? For me, I place my work and my business first, I place my children second, and then I place my relationships third. Mm. Fuck them kids. (laughs) You know, so, and it sounds fucked up when you first say it, right? Yeah, it does. But honestly, all the music we're listening to, the clothing we're wearing, the clubs we're going to, you know, the movies we're watching, everything that revolves around our way of living is based on that hierarchy. These people are putting their work first, mm-hmm. you know, family second, relationships third. I mean, it's just, it's a fact. So, and I explain to people this way, right? So the, the reason why I put my work and business first, and y'all personally know how hard I go, you know? So at the end of the day, even if I wasn't married, even if I wasn't married, and I still chose an entrepreneurial lifestyle, right? Name me one woman you know who wants a broke motherfucker. None. Okay. <laughs> I don't know any. Okay. Well, there's slight few. I say, <laughs> you gotta go to I the say, bottom of the barrel. I say ninety percent. <laughs> bottom of the barrel to find that very women, few. Ninety-five percent of women don't want a broke nigga. All right. So, if I chose to just work and this say the work was not pay wise, you know, up to par with, I guess, other people out here, you know. So if it was on a lower scale, I'll say that I'll still get clowned by said woman. Right. Or if I just didn't have it, I'll get clowned. Right. It's a fact. Financial issues. Well, what is it? I mean, you could, it, you could still make a good living. I'm saying, I don't know. I mean, the thing. The, I don't know. Right, so for me in my life, I have children. Yes. There, there's a lot of bills that come with kids. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So um, a, a single person's wage wouldn't necessarily work for me. All right. All right. So financial issues are the number one issues in relationships. So if. I just wasn't applying myself and just or wasn't an everyday humdrum of just regular work and stuff like that. It becomes boring. You know what I mean? And well, life period can be boring, so I won't say that, but it that can become boring. You know what I mean? So I try not to live my life focused on relationships first. Yeah, because one. If if for whatever reason, financially, something happened to me. That relationship was sour. That's one. Two, people are fickle. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you can never account for another person's actions. You just can't. Facts. You know what I mean? So with those two things, why would I put relationships for any type of relationship first? I have to focus on myself first because if I'm my better self, then I can deliver um, just just better things out there in the world. But see, I feel like, well, last episode we played that Steve Harvey clip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he said that, you know, there are great ordinary people out there, right? Mm-hmm. He said, you want to be ordinary? Fine. Yeah. It's you great can ordinary people, be right? great ordinary. You know what I'm saying? All right. So then he said, but you, if you want to be great, you got the aspirations, mm-hmm. you got to get doggish, you got to get funky. He yeah. said all these words, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I feel like, <clears throat> are the ordinary people more happy? Are they... I mean, well, but what is happy? Happy is relative to whatever it is that makes you as an individual happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what I was getting at. For me, my work makes me happy. It just makes me happy. Over I, your children. I, well, no, hold on. Damn. <laughs> I've I've learned that if I cannot provide and do things for my children, then I'll be a sour motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. if I was just for me, this is for me. The grind of what I do satisfies me. So it makes me a better person to come home to my kids to enjoy the time with them. And then it allows me to provide things. Like I just bought baby girl um, this whole puzzle floor mat thing because now she's all over the place, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to fucking spread the entire floor with this puzzle mat so she can roam the entire floor with it. She put it all together? Hell, that's Mm -hmm. what I did before I came here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like little odd and things like that. Being able to afford things like that makes me happy. You know, my kids come second because I adore them. I want them to have the world. Um, I want them to learn as much as possible, let alone I will be old as fuck one day and I need them to take care of me. That's a fact. All right. So that's number two. Number three, relationships. Relationships come third because, like I said, people are fickle. That is her. My baby. Love her to death. Man. <laughs> Lucky bastard, Joe. I got a better picture than that, though. I need you to show back. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good picture. I like that picture. <laughs> Any picture is a yeah, good I picture. Need, <laughs> I need Mrs. Gibbs to start sending me pics, too. She sends them to Mrs. Buck all the time, and you that's not cool. <laughs> yeah, this, 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 this is a second second hand picture. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get hand me down pictures. That is, see? I would like to get pictures, too. Fuck out of here, yo. My world, yo. Yeah. Uh, baby girl gives. Don't, mm. don't send me a picture of a uh, baby Gibbs. <laughs> But when I saw that, I was about to crop you out the background. <laughs> Just blow up that. Yeah. Little Chucky baby. Yo, see that that's that's peace of mind right there. That is peace mm-hmm. of mind. And, and that's what I'm so all right. So relationships, I put third because people are fickle. You know what I mean? Like a person will turn their back on you in a heartbeat, so on and so forth. So why would I put a relationship first? You know, so that's why I have that hierarchy. But I've learned that based upon what these people quote unquote successful people do they put their work first if their work is first and they're thriving then their entire world around them thrives that's the common goal and that and but we're going to what you're saying most people the vast majority of people absolutely a thousand percent aren't willing to do that see what happens is most people want to go to work they come home and they don't want to do anything else thereafter they don't want to Put, on, put towards another goal. See, and that's what I was referring to, like, you know, in terms of how you allocate your 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, like, it, you don't want to put towards another goal, so 
you know how I started before I got to this point I'm at now. I worked a regular job in corporate like anybody else. And I put the time in on the back scene. Tired as fuck. <clears throat> I would literally have a drink every single night because I had to motivate myself to do this shit. But I did that shit. And I send the missus to bed. I put the kids down to bed with her. I get a little bit of time in with her. And she goes to bed and I'm up until like 4 to 5 a.m. in the morning. I do my damnedest. You know them early calls for the old company we used to work for. Like be there 6 a.m., 7 a.m. or whatever. Mm -hmm. I get two hours of sleep and I have to be up right back at it. But you know what? I tell myself it got me to this point I'm at now. So you keep going. People aren't willing to put in that type of time and effort and work. You know what I mean? Because it's too much. It is. And you know what? The truth is it is too much. But if you see yourself at a higher point, and that's the, the thing of it, you have to, it's not necessarily, I want to be successful. I demand success. Give me success. You have to want it better than you want life itself. Mm. It's literally that deep. You see, know what I'm see that's my, but this, this is my issue that I'm having more, not with, it's more of myself. It's like, I want that mindset. I feel like I'm not at that mindset. That's, you feel what I'm saying? That just takes growth. Yeah, we talked about that. that. That takes growth. Everybody grows at a different pace. You know what I'm saying? So you're you might you might be there at a certain level, which creates a certain realm around you, but it might take a little bit of extra to get you to that next phase. Because if you're already feeling that, I don't feel like I have that that right there. Some will happen that will trigger that if you want it bad enough, mm -hmm. and then. It's just going to take off from there, and it becomes routine. It becomes habit. It becomes like second nature, like drinking water. You know, because bro, let me tell you something. I love first. I love documentaries on people. Like we talked about the Jimmy Iovine, Dr. Dre documentary. Mm -hmm. These motherfuckers got that mentality. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Rick Flair, the Rick Flair documentary. Oh my gosh. Great Conor McGregor one Conor McGregor I didn't mm -hmm. see that one I need Tories, to see that one I need to see it I but watch it every week All these motherfuckers Have that Thing I don't know what it is Just have Again mm -hmm. we keep bringing up Kobe Kobe Jay I love the story Where Jay Williams Was like When he played for The Bulls And I believe They were You know They were getting ready To play the Lakers He's in there Putting up shots It's him and Kobe In the gym They putting up shots Putting up shots And he's Jay Williams is like you know, Kobe's in here. I'm going to show him, you know. I could work, too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I could work. They both putting up shots back and forth. They in the gym for hours, right? It's getting a little late. Jay is like, I put up enough shots. I'm good. He gearing, packing up and leave. Kobe's still there. Still there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess the lights was going. Like, he's Kobe is there. Next night, Kobe put up, like, 40. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kobe had an amazing fucking game. He Jay goes like, what the fuck? Like, God damn, yo. Like, I was in the gym, like, almost as long as Kobe. So he walked over there. He's like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? How the, how the fuck, like, what made you stay? Like, how did you do that? What, what makes, what gives you that drive? He was like, I just wanted to show you I can stay in the gym longer than you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I don't have that right now. I guess I don't know what gives it's, you that. I just want that. I'm not going to lie. It takes growth. I want that. I want that mentality, that Jordan, Kobe, Steve Jobs, that mentality that's like, nigga, fuck out of here. I'm going to be here longer than you. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be in the gym longer than you just to show you I can outwork you. It's you know what I'm saying? It just tastes growth. If he ain't got off the rip, it just tastes growth. 
It takes a situation to happen where you say, you know, fuck this. I want more. I deserve mm-hmm. more. That's what it takes. Or you just have it off the rip. You know what I mean? You're working towards it. That's what I, I'm, I'm just envious of people that got it off the rip. That's born with it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you just got to kind of see it. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I started the business, what, when we were in our apartment? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like... Like it just it just takes a mindset to say wasn't that when y'all was trying to be rappers and shit? <laughs> Not at all. No. <laughs> trying to be rappers, no. yo. That was yo. What are you doing? You no, know, you was making no. beats. No, I was. Yeah, I went to school for audio you engineering. That was beats. my main. So we're trying to be rappers though. Somebody yeah. was trying to rap, yo. No one was trying to rap. Wasn't that Raj Yamani pimping? Yeah. Actually, shout out to Raj. He was a really dope rapper. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day, like really, really dope rapper. And then you know. Yeah, Razio Mike Pimpin was born. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it it just takes that level of sacrifice. If you're willing to sacrifice, you have to understand there is no reward without sacrifice. And if you can stomach that there is no reward without sacrifice, what that sacrifice is going to be, you won't know until you're going through it. And then you have to be able to understand that whatever the reward you're looking for is, seek that and go for it. You know, if a lot of people start putting themselves first. They might find themselves to be a, a higher population would be a lot more happier out here mm-hmm. by doing that. You know, there's not there is nothing wrong with that. That guilt trip that people put you on that you might feel there is nothing wrong with putting yourself first. A lot of people should put themselves first, you know, and then I agree with that. And then whatever happens thereafter that focus on that. Deal with it, you know, but. Find a goal, set it, set a goal, find a goal, set it follow through that's all you gotta do i agree with that because like again excuse me if you were like you said relationships you can build a relationship with anybody but then with anybody but you know if you rely on people they'll come and they'll shit on you yeah like a certain situation that just happened mr magic johnson (laughs) (laughs) see what he did there Hey, well, well done. Yeah. Come on, now. damn son. Where'd you find this? <laughs> you talking about like you not progressing? <laughs> <laughs> My segue's good. I've been in the yeah. gym a little bit, baby. That's gonna be your season bet at this. <laughs> Segway's getting a little good. It only took us like thirty something minutes. <laughs> you feel me? But you know, chop some of that out. <laughs> we'll probably take out some of good shit. <laughs> but you know, we got we got the situation with Mr. Magic Johnson. You know what I'm saying? What are you going first take? He had an interview with Mr. Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith, the unmitigated gall. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've learned to love that man. Yo, I, he'll shit on you in a heartbeat, and he'll go, "Look, you're my brother. <laughs> I love you. But you, our ain't kids, spend time together. But I gotta tell you, that was some bullshit. <laughs> what you did? You are a sweet old bitch. <laughs> let's let's just praise Stephen A. Real quick, yo. Nah, he's dope. Let's praise Stephen. Stephen A. Is great at his job. Oh, hold on, have y'all seen the baby face Stephen A. Smith? I wanted to bring around? that up. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It's been going around. Shaq, Shaq has one. Have you seen Shay Sharp? Uh-uh. They hit Shay Sharp with the baby face <laughs> with the baby uh filter. Yo, Snapchat trying to make a comeback, yo, with that baby filter, yo. That whole shit where he was like, Lamar, he signed Lamar Odom. Oh, he's on crack. He's on crack. <laughs> and they had the baby face. <laughs> oh, I love this era we in, yo. <laughs> that shit is comedy, yo. Oh, but yo, I, Stephen A is good. Michael Wilbon and Stephen A. I think it was after the Golden State game where they was talking about Steph, Steph Curry and shit. Mm-hmm. If he was on the Mount Rushmore, they was both talking back and forth. And then 
I, that just made me real. Yo, Stephen A. is fucking talented, yo. Because <laughs> Malcolm Michael Wilbon has been in this game for like 30, 40 years. You feel me? And pardon the interruption, but he just Stephen A. takes the show. Mm-hmm. Stephen A. takes the show, and mm-hmm. Michael Wilbon, respect to him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know Michael Wilbon. Yeah, don't you? Yeah. you know Michael. Of course, you know I know Uncle Buck know Michael Wilbon. You know what I'm saying? He's a vet too, but he's just like he stood back and was like, "Damn, this motherfucker crazy." <laughs> you can know? see it in his face. You know, and Michael Wilborn is a vet too. I respect him, but he was just like, "Damn, Stephen A, you good?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You are good. You feel me? Shout out to Stephen A. Let's get back to Magic though. You feel me? Magic Johnson came out, did the interview with Stephen A on first take, and uh, Max Kellerman, and he, you know, broke down his situation. Mm-hmm. And now I just feel like. Now that he came out and said what he said, Uncle Buck, you should be ashamed of your goddamn self, yo. Mm. Uh, should I do it to him? <laughs> should I give it to him? Sure. Boo this man! <laughs> <laughs> be ashamed. One more. Boo this man! <laughs> ashamed. Okay. Magic Johnson. We, Me and Giz try to tell you, motherfucker. <laughs> we try to tell you. It's the Laker organization. They're messy. They're sloppy. Magic did not want to be a part of that. They tried to undermine Magic's authority. Okay? They tried to do that. Preach. They tried to fucking belittle a NBA legend, a self-made billionaire. Okay? Preach. They tried to do that, and mm-hmm. you sat here and said, well, Magic shouldn't have left like that, and oh, well, who who leaves a job like that? <laughs> a did, fucking who, self-made who billionaire <laughs> leaves a job like that. You know why? Because he's made a point, like, y'all motherfuckers don't tell me what the fuck to do, all right? I came here to help y'all out, and this how you treat the Magic Man? Fuck out of here. What Jay-Z said, I don't get dropped, I drop the label. Ooh! <laughs> That's what magic said. Damn, son. What'd you find there? Come on, yo. And, and you know what it is, too? It's hard for people who don't, who have not reached magic stature to understand magic's position because you're not in his stature. Mm-hmm. You're not in his tax bracket. Mm-hmm. You're not in his area code. You're not in his zip code. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're, you're nowhere near his realm. You ain't got no codes of magic. No so, code. So, <laughs> no. The, 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 People, he's in the circle he's in. You imagine how they're looking at him right now as a black man on top of that? Oh, you getting shitted on. And who's he getting shitted on by? I'm not trying to take you there. I'm just saying, right? So, what's he got to do? Take it there if you want. But, but, right. <laughs> but, but, but what's he got to do? Mm-hmm. Let you know I am the motherfucking magic man, baby. And you know what? I am damn near a billion dollar man. And you know what else, too? People forget? He turned around the L.A. Dodgers. Because he is the owner of the L.A. Dodgers. One of those. Part on- oh, I knew you were going to say that. He's a part owner. But you know, but you know what? He is a big part owner of the L.A. Dodgers. And what happened when him and his team and group took over the L.A. Dodgers? They damn near won a World Series. Come Did on, they man. not? Come on. So he knows how to turn around a team. Preach. Is he that a true Businessman, he knows how to create businesses, Preach. jobs for people, and Preach. create opportunity. 
All right. Talk to him. He knows how to, as a businessman, which he did on first take, admit his faults. Mm. I messed up here. That's mm-hmm. on me. Yep. That's on me. But yep. you know what? That's on him. Mm. That's on her. Mm. He knows how to take accountability. Mm. He ain't shying away from danger. Talk to him. But what he's not going to do is. What he not going to do? Be a little bitch and puppet. You goddamn right. And, and, and dance the shambo dance. In front of everybody. He ain't going to do that. Magic ain't soft shooing for nobody. Nobody. He's going to no let one. you know, oh, I got fuck you money just like you. I told you when I took this position, I got fuck you money just like you. But I'm going to help you out because I love you. You're my sister. And I'm only here for And this years. is my organization that I help become Bill. what the fuck it is today. Facts. So what he did was says, I'm going to help you out. And then after I help you out, I'm gone. Out. But but I ain't gonna leave these billions on the table here. Nope. Because I'm not stupid. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So let me ask you this. Ask if you had billions, ask him if something. You had, Uncle Buck, if you had billion dollar deals on the table daily, mm-hmm. weekly, mm-hmm. monthly, yearly, would you leave that behind to take over a president of basketball operations job for just three years? Would you? And then you have to re try to Renegotiate and get yourself back in the playing field after three years of being out of the game of billion dollar deals to get back to the table and seat just to present yourself to say, hey, you know, three years ago when we had a billion dollar deal we were discussing, um, I'm back in the game now. I'm done with that, you know, but what do you have? That is hard. That is hard to do. And people aren't understanding that. So he's like, look, I can juggle both. And he did it successfully for two years. There were good times. There were bad times. He made a valid point. He said the D'Angelo Russell thing, you know, we had to drop him and ship him off to Brooklyn. But you know what? What they get out of it? Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma. He said, so we get, we did good there. We got Josh Hart. Did good there. He said, debate it or not debate it. However you feel about it. We got Lonzo Ball. And I'm and I'm sticking my feet down on Lonzo Ball. You know what I'm saying, but 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 hold on, but hold on. But that's, I'm not defending but, that. <laughs> but that goes keep to, going, no, but that goes going, to show you, that goes to show you a man of principle, whether like it or not. You know what I'm saying? He said you ain't like the Zubac trade. He said my boy Ball and LeBron made him better. He said, tell me his numbers. They said, well, I don't have them. Pull it up. They pull up his numbers. Well, he was only um five points a game, five rebounds. What what was he? What matters? He said, what was he? Yeah, Zubac was only average five points a game. Five. He said, "Okay, he's a young kid. He could be something great later on. But right now, we got LeBron James, and that changes everything." Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like Oof. when he starts breaking it down, like this nigga, he got some logic right here. He said, and then, homework, and then he said, "We needed that extra cap space anyway to get that second big name for Bron Bron." Keep talking. You know what I'm he's saying? Damn, son, where's it's a mixtape right now. You dropping balls. <laughs> you dropping balls. Keep going. You know what I'm saying? Keep so going, yo. He said, "Did I screw up and get into certain players I thought could help Bron in that trade? I screwed up. He owned another one. Mm. He owned a Brook Lopez trade because Brook Lopez, as I said on the last episode, is killing it. And I did not claim him to be a savior like how y'all was saying. You I said know. he's killing it. He's not killing it. You did yeah, say one no, game. What I, no, what I'm saying is no. What, what Magic <laughs> said he screwed up is I'm trying some, to be on your well, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> He's trying to mess it up. I'm not. I'm not. Hold on. Keep some, going. For somebody like LeBron, he needs spacing on the floor, correct? Yes. So, Brooke Lopez spaces the floor for LeBron. He he's, messed up with his free he agent signings. He said he screwed up there. He said, oh, however, however for the free agent signings, though, even if you want to count that, listen to this. I'm he listening. said, I'm we, listening to you. We were one, he was a two games away from the number one seed in the West Coast on Christmas. 
Christmas is the fatal day where LeBron James went down, which they actually beat the Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. on that same day. They sure did. So, you know what I'm saying? He said, how bad did I do? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you think about it in hindsight, right? Mm-hmm. Injuries happen after LeBron went down, after the ball went down, everybody went down. Blood clots for Brandon Ingram, it the ship just went down. You can't help that. That happens in that happens in all. Not terrible. It happens. You in, try to make it seem like Magic was terrible. It happens. Tragic in, Johnson. It happens oh. in all sports. Injuries. Look at our look at look at the skins. And that's your skins, but look at the skins. Yeah, don't look at me. led the division <laughs> two team, games up good. in two games up in the division, and then what happens? A flood of injuries galore. Mm. They were suffering injuries throughout the season, was managing them, and then injuries galore happened, derailed the entire season. You can't help that, and that's what happened to the Lakers at the end of the day. So, his my bad. Go his, ahead. His, I'm sorry. His, <laughs> his legacy should not be that in the sense that people feel like, oh, they didn't make playoffs. They got LeBron James. Da, da, da. Like, come on. Life happens. It, it happens fast, as they say in the commercial. You know what I'm saying? And what Magic Johnson did, as he's as all as he did all that, as he did all that, and created the cap space necessary Talk to, to land him. a big superstar next to LeBron Talk to on him. top of that while he quote unquote wasn't in the office. Talk. He also um shit. Come on, he was on a roll. Come you, on, you, you started freestyling and threw me off. Oh he also go get it back. He he also um what did he do? Shit. All right, take a I'm break. Just, I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm going to fast forward. I'm going right, to fast, fast forward. forward. Thank you. Go. I've been drinking. Sorry. There you go. Hold on, hold on. This so, shit. Oh, behind the, scene, behind the scenes, he's trying to still finesse while he's quote-unquote not in the office and said, I'm trying to make this organization run the way I see fit. I'm trying to fire the coach. They ain't trying to let him fire the coach. Everybody has an opinion. Too many, uh, too many chiefs, not enough Indians, so to speak. I'm sorry if that's a bad And pun. again, if you feel like that was a bad decision to fire Luke Walton, that's not their decision. The people that try to tell him mm-hmm. that you can't fire, that's not your fucking decision. It's not your job. I'm Magic fucking Johnson. I'm the president. I, I, this is my decision. I make the decision, take it to Shorty. You know what I'm saying? If she don't like it, okay. I filter that, it back down. I'll, I'll fil- Yeah, exactly. I'll filter it. Don't bring fucking the IT, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The fucking IT department to come upstairs and be like, hey, Magic, you might want to chill out on that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, nigga, who the fuck are you, Bill? I'm, I'm the president of basketball <laughs> operation. Yeah, shut the fuck up and go back downstairs and change my password, mm-hmm. nigga. You know what I'm saying? Fix my account. <laughs> fuck that, yo. Like, you don't sit here and bring B-list Employees up to fucking Magic Johnson telling me what I need to fucking do. You know what I'm saying? I'm Magic, and I know you had a problem with him the way he left. There's let me tell hierarchy. you something. No, let me tell you something. The way he left, okay. If you quit your job, you gotta put two weeks notice in, right? Mm. You gotta put two weeks notice. Mm. If I quit my job, I gotta put a two weeks notice. Giz got his own business, but he has people he probably needs to talk to, mm-hmm. and like, look, I'm the business is old. I'm done. I'm moving on. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Magic Johnson is Magic Johnson. All right, he don't gotta address nobody. Mm-hmm. He don't gotta put no notice in. You know why? Because he's Magic. You know what I'm saying? And then they try to shit on Magic. So why the fuck would he go through the proper fucking uh? What word am I? Why the 
channels. Be blanket channels. on a proper channel. She's drinking. There it that is. Happens to me too. I didn't take them supplements you was talking about. <laughs> yo, my memory shit. The proper channels. When y'all motherfuckers didn't go through the proper channels to tell me Facts. what the fuck we got to go through in this organization. So why do I got to be professional when y'all not being professional? And the whole time, I'm a billionaire. I know how the businesses is supposed to act. I know what, what proper channels we're supposed to do. I know the proper procedures that's supposed to happen with this type of organization. Why do I need to be professional when you motherfuckers started this shit? Y'all saying fuck me? So you know what? Fuck you too. Period. I put cases on all y'all bitches. <laughs> now, Uncle Buck, what the fuck you got to say with that, yo? How are you going to rebuttal that? I would like to hear that. I would love to hear this because it's, it's <laughs> clear cut. It's clear. You, you don't have to love how he did it, but you got to respect the man for not saying, I ain't your bitch. I ain't your bitch. I've done no, my time. Never and been I'm a above. Bitch. I'm at, I'm out of eye with you, motherfuckers. He's out of eye with them, motherfuckers. If he wanted to, if them shits went to sell today, he said it. I could buy that motherfucker right now. Mm. I could buy the Lakers right now. No, mm. he, no I'm, he couldn't. What you mean? No, he couldn't. The Lakers are like worth seven billion dollars. He doesn't have seven billion dollars. It's not how business works. It's not about Magic Johnson. <laughs> it's not about Magic Johnson solely having seven billion dollars. It's about Magic Johnson having a huge stack in his pocket and saying. A group of investors that he trusts. We gonna go. That's how you do with the Dodgers. He didn't have that billions to buy the Dodgers, but you know what? He has a group of investors that's under him that he went and bought the Dodgers. And like they would sell the magic after the way he left. So now it's my turn. If, okay. Here so let go. me go He's ahead. He's already let, starting let off. Hold on. Oh, okay. We we did all. Let's go. Let's be fair. I let you go for five minutes. But one thing is the fact is he's seven hundred million dollars in. He's out of eye with them motherfuckers. Period. Hey, look, you know I'm with you. My Come man. on, that me up. My man. On, man. We, we finally agree on some yeah, shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Now, Uncle Buck, please spill, spew your bullshit that you yeah. about to go. Hold, so hold on before you start. <laughs> and one more. So, oh, one more. Food, <laughs> I'll let y'all go for about five minutes. There on. you go. And I took it like a man. You did. I took it against the I chin. Think I, I think I got one more. Yeah, go ahead and give it to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> go on. Please proceed. What do you feel about this situation? And get hold on, Giz. I'm not. Let, gonna, I'm backing him, up. Let him do I'm his thing. Let him do. All right, let him do his thing. Let's away. give him. Hit. We we went. We did our thing. I feel like we did our thing. We definitely did. Our we thing. did our thing. You did do the thing, Uncle thing. Buck. He's about to shuck and job. Uncle right Buck, now. please take off your tap shoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wipe the wipe all that off. You know what I'm saying? Wipe your makeup off and all that. Now you do your thing. So let me start off by saying, <laughs> Irvin Magic Johnson. Oh. All-time great NBA player. You know you about the shit on Magic. You 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 bigging him up. That man. Down. That man has possibly did more for the NBA than you can make the argument just about anybody. Just because it, the NBA was in the dregs when he first came into the league, and because of the rivalry that he and Bird, Bird had, yeah, that actually start getting more notice on the NBA. They got bigger bags on the TV deals just to go ahead and see them battle. Word. That's how great he was. Word. You know. Outside the game, once he retired, ambassador, he has like a, a magneticism to him that draws people to him, right? Makes people want to know, what's magic about? I want to be around all this. I get that and I respect that. I grew up, you know, as a fan and, you know, and as an um, adult now, um, have even more respect for him, for what he's uh, done for the game and what he's accomplished. With that being said. Ugh. Ugh. 
you guys bring up, you know, self-made, you know, um, pretty much billionaire almost, right? Yep. All right. So with <laughs> that, that's that's awesome. Yes. Yay! Way to go, buddy. So here we go. Yep. 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 It's about to start, yeah. <laughs> he has like a bright mind. Yeah. Been around the game for like forty years or something like that. Yeah. yeah. We took the job that you guys are I'm talking about. Yeah. Or any job for the average Joe. Do you think you do a little bit of fucking research on what it takes to get to be successful on that job? I understand that he has other businesses. You're talking about like why would he give up billions of dollars to go ahead and take like a you know a multi million dollar deal, whatever he was making, you know, on this job. Okay, I get that. One, you're still working for somebody else. And then two, there's only like 30 of these fucking jobs in the entire world or what have you. Mm-hmm. It's that way for a reason and stuff. You got to put in the fucking work. Yeah. So on one hand, as much as he's accomplished and stuff, on the flip side, you have snakes, you have Move vipers. Okay, I'll take that too. Oh, so, oh that was a slip of the finger. Sorry. Yes. Oh, sorry. You got snakes and <laughs> vipers out in the weeds and stuff like that, ready to go ahead and see you fail. You're giving them all the ammunition in the world by being absent and then they gotta go ahead and bring you up to speed you know um he's too smart to go ahead and like let that happen and stuff at the end of the day it's on genie bus because she's the head of the organization stuff she needs to go ahead and write her ship no doubt about it rob palenka he's a he's a snake it seems like pretty much everybody hates him and stuff but one you magic johnson you talk about your, your love for the franchise i believe he loves the franchise that was some bullshit the way he left be a fucking man Speak up to your sister. I'm doing air quotes. Speak up to your sister. Let her know what the deal is, especially if you met with her the day before. And you didn't even. What in the fuck is the going hell? on here, yo? Yeah, that. that was more yeah. disrespectful than yeah, that, that was. Yeah, that, that was very disrespectful. <laughs> but then. Um, <laughs> Where are you going? Yo? Yeah. But then you, you met with her the day before and stuff. You didn't even say one word to her. Like this was coming down the pike. LeBron. Part of the reason that he came to the Lakers was because of you. He looked up to you. You kept that man in the dark. And he didn't do nothing to you. You talk about like his decisions. He has some hits, but then again, he fucked up. I'm about to take a nap now. Later. Yeah, go ahead. Go you ahead. Know, you got your he brought in shitty free agents to go ahead and surround LeBron with that yeah. went against the formula success for LeBron. Talking about, uh, remember, he was quoted as saying like, you know, we're not going to build the way that Cleveland did. We're going to do it a different way. Well, Cleveland made, you know, four straight fucking finals with, with the way they built that model and stuff. Instead, you go the exact opposite. And they won one. They went to the finals. Mind you, that last season, they had to modify drastically. They went to the finals four straight years. After when's they la- modified. When's the last time the Lakers went to the playoffs? They were about to this season. When's the last time? They was about to this when season. The last they time? were two games away from the number one seed. They were about Christ- to this At season. Christmas, there was another four months left in the season. You don't think Bron could have held that down, given what, you're, what, you're, what he's describing now from Cleveland? You don't think Bron could have held that down, what he's proven there from was a October whole, to December? That was a whole season's worth of evidence to support that. It was proven. And he has proof that he could survive in the Western Conference, as he was clearly doing and thriving, whooping up on Golden State. That was Christmas. Four months left. He got hurt. LeBron got I hurt. I understand that injuries happen. So if LeBron got hurt with the Cavs, they wouldn't have made the playoffs either. So exactly. what are we talking about? Exactly. But they didn't. But he didn't get hurt. He they didn't did get hurt. He didn't get hurt. he didn't get hurt. And the thing is, that's the thing. He's never been hurt, like, ever. Like, ever out of his whole career. And he gets hurt once drastically, and everybody don't know what to do with it. Father it's- Tom beats everybody. 
Even LeBron, yo. So LeBron got hurt. Then they missed the playoffs. Again, LeBron loves young talent. Like, the, if LeBron, again, if LeBron got hurt with the Cavs, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. LeBron came with back Tristan and, play- and Kevin Love and these niggas. Le- they all fuck no. LeBron came back in plenty of time to go ahead and correct the ship, and it didn't get corrected. That's he still came- on the Magic's watch. Th- that's still on the Magic's watch. He, he That's on his record. He, but he came back losing ball. Who's a, 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 a like him or not? He's a vital piece to that organization. Ball was coming off the bench. He lost his job to uh, Rondo. He was a vital. Rondo's still there. Funny enough, Magic Johnson said the only reason Zubac was as great as he was was who? LeBron James and Lonzo Ball. Yeah, and if Lonzo was so great, he wouldn't be involved in the trade package. Well, all, the, trying kid, to get rid all of the kids were involved it, in the trade package. Exactly, and that's what I mean. Like he's all these players were signing stuff like that. The whole intention was to go ahead and get like another free agent. Technically, Magic had a shot at that. Literally got fined for tampering for Paul George just because that was supposed to be the second piece, and he whiffed on that. He decided to stay in OKC. That's on Magic too. That's not on Magic. Why isn't it? Why he, would he bla- it be? He blatantly went after the dude in public, and that's why he got in trouble for it. That's, the franchise got fined. You, you know what it is? He said it. He said it right there live on air. He said, "Year over year, you learn something new. You learn from your mistakes. It's a job in which you learn something new every single year." Mm-hmm. He goes from being the face. Behind scenes, Obama said it himself. He says, "I can now serve and do more in the being a public servant than actually being stuck as POTUS." Why? Because now he's not. His hands ain't tied. You see what I'm saying? So, same with Magic Johnson. He was doing more behind the scenes as opposed to being president of basketball operations, where that wouldn't even be an issue. Now he's president of basketball operations. Now you got to understand that no. Sorry, Magic. Look, I know you're the Magic man, but look, you can't do that, bro. But that's my point. He didn't do his research for the job. Ain't no research. There is research. He has everybody you, slips yo, up in high ranking positions. When has when has Magic been a president of ops? Ask me that. You exactly. Learn, this is his first job. This is his first time. That's his first time. Okay, the, so is, he can make fucking mistakes. So what you, the fuck? Like now you, and he, now when he, he when he when the motherfuckers are over top of him, they talk shit about him. You feel me? And they knew that this is his first time being president of ops. So this is now now when he makes mistakes, okay. Okay, he can make he made a mistake. He can own up to it. But as them being he did, he being, did it multiple times. Being this, this is his first time like being what? president. He got fined twice. Okay. Being president of ops. It's an error. Why are you going behind his back making decisions or saying shit? Why are you not telling him to his face, like, yo, what's going I'm on? I'm not saying that he didn't you, do and, some and, good and, things and, and, and stuff like that. And on top of that, I'm oh. sorry, you're acting like that decided Paul George's decision to stay in OKC. No, it did not. He's, a, he's his own man. Paul George want to stay in OKC. He's going to decide himself. I want to stay in OKC. Not because of what Magic Part of the did. reason Magic was brought in there was to go ahead and bring in the stars. He brought, he, he, brought, he brought in LeBron. Brought LeBron. What you Is that, uh, give him credit. <laughs> I, 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 I gave him credit for LeBron. He had let year, me, hold it, guys. Let me finish. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go Be ahead. quiet. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, um, but yeah, he whipped on George. Yeah. He no, has he to own that, too. Oh, no, he did. He just, did oh, not. Stop doing that. That's what I'm saying. Stop doing that. No, no, no. Let him go. We ain't let him talk. Let's let him talk. You got to stop doing that. Hold up. We did all shit. Go ahead, Uncle Buck. He whipped on George. Okay. Period. Then, um. And ultimately, <laughs> you know, like I said, like I, I get all the behind the scenes stuff that wore on him. It is what it is with that. You know what I'm saying? That needs to be corrected. That was some bullshit what happened to him behind the scenes. If all that, you know, turns out to be like, you know, true, which it seems like it is. But at the end of the day, there's a way that you go about like, you know, leaving this stuff. There's also a way you go about handling your employees or handling how you address certain situations, which they did not do. 
We just we talked about off air how Rob Polinko's a piece of shit. Now he had his own agenda. So Genie Magic Bus Ma- is not Magic a- goes eye for eye where he just goes just as cruddy. So where is Jeannie Bus? Why is no one talking about her? I, Everyone knows I, I she's literally a just terrible said, owner. I just literally said that you know she needs to fix her ship. Okay, but why is no one talking about how she's a terrible owner? They got, are talking I about got, it now. I got one for this though. They, what, they, I, they, what I felt Magic was doing was that listen, he was inside the loop. It was a shitty loop. He got out of that motherfucker to save his face and save his skin. Now he's outside of it all. So now he's free to say whatever the fuck he wants to say. All right. And he stood idle for over just over a month, right? Or over a month of time, just a month and a half, just saying, I'm not going to say shit. Everybody shitting on his name, so on and so forth. Meanwhile, the organization is still going to shit. All right. I take the approach of. Yeah, he's shitting on the organization, but what if he's shitting on the organization that he loves so they can uh, fix and right the ship? That's possible. I agree with you. You see what I'm saying? I agree with that. Like, you motherfuckers, I was in there trying to do my best to fix this situation from the inside, but now from the outside, I have more power. What's the key? Trying. Yeah. Magic never, he didn't give up on them. He, He trying. He tried. He tried. Listen. He made mistakes. Yes, he tried. D- they didn't give him a chance. He, well, they he didn't give him a chance. One Listen, more year. Give the Lakers the attention that you're giving the Starbucks down the street in Santa Monica oh, Drive. Stop. No, be serious. <laughs> with a frappin', serious. With a frappin' machino <laughs> machine. Serious. I am being serious. Be serious. He wanted to focus on his other business ventures. <laughs> I fucking hate him. <laughs> when you, you know, as, appo- serious, as opposed man. to, you know, flipping, you know, <laughs> Flipping D'Angelo Russell for you know pennies on the dollar and he stuff like D'Angelo that. D'Angelo Russell for for some coffee beans. Go ahead <laughs> and stick to your guns to go ahead and get max value the same way that you charge five sixty nine <laughs> for a grande frappuccino with extra skim in <laughs> a foam top. I can't. I go, go ahead and put as much effort into actually having <laughs> analytics and stuff like that when you try to recruit Paul George and other stars to come to the Lakers like you do in charging us. Actually, adults after the matinee time, fourteen fifty, <laughs> to go see Avengers Endgame at the Magic Johnson Theater, right down the street at the Plaza. I fucking hate this nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God, yo. Yo, when Rob Palenka, who's trying to steal your fucking job three years ahead of time, well, is over Pal- there scouting, you know, folks over in Europe. Rob Palenka will never be Magic. Yeah, now he's probably going to get fired by the, end of, by the end of the next season, Rob, if not this summer. Hey, Rob, I'm just say this. But off of Magic, Rob, you ain't going to be shit, bro. You, ne- you will never be Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson has been a winner his whole life. You're just Rob Polinko. Listen, <laughs> when Magic is over there and they're fly- catching a flight over to the EuroLeague, Instead of saying, hey, man, drop me off in Brooklyn so I can go ahead and be at the grand opening of the new theater down there by the Barclay Center, man. Go ahead and just, like, stay stay on the flight and go go with the snake to go ahead and scout. All right? Fuck that grand opening. Go ahead and get your handlers to go ahead and, you know, cut the ribbon and shit. Oh, Lord. We're going to move on from this, but I just... I'm the magic man. Watch me juke and jive. Oh, no, oh, no. Their troops didn't follow suit. They didn't follow the line of secession. Oh, all right. Man. Listen, Magic is president of basketball operations. All right. He's an overseer. You other motherfuckers get paid handsomely to do a certain job. Do your job. Do your research. Bring the research back to Magic. 
Magic then deciphers that research, makes it smaller in a package size for the owner. Sends it to the owner. What is it that you like to do? Would you like to do this? Yeah? No? Cool. Filters it back down to the troops. The troops then handles. Magic goes on. That's how this works. So if anybody is clueless is about why Magic is this, why Magic has why he should have been there. No. His job is the overseer. And he did a damn good job, in my opinion. He's you'll, mediocre. You'll hear... I ain't saying Fine. That's his first year. That that is great. This is first. That is great. First year, year, and you get LeBron James. Okay, you know what? A Mitch McCutcheon or whatever it is. Second year. Who? Mitch Mitch Cupcheck or whatever the fuck it is. Excuse me. The the former McConnell. No, the former general manager and no, it wasn't no president. Mitch McCullerham. No, the former general manager of the Lakers during Kobe's era and all that other stuff. They had not made a playoffs in eons before Magic Johnson. So this isn't a Magic Johnson fucking up thing. The Lakers are already fucked up. And I can say this, though, from what I've learned, is that when Magic did come on board, you saw a sense of direction that you had not seen in, has championships in on a his long resume. time. That is fine. Preach. From, from, when, <laughs> from back in the day, he had championships because right now the Golden State Warriors and the... And the and they from 2010. And the Golden State Warriors, as of right now, because it's 2019, soon to be 2020, because this year is flying by fast. The Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers have all the championships right now, period. We're not talking about 2010, 2000, my Spurs championships. We ain't talking about that. We're talking about right now. And as of right now, from 2010 to 2019, the Lakers ain't been shit. They haven't. And since Magic came on board, they had a sense of direction. You saw where they were they were flowing towards. You know what I'm saying? They got LeBron James. And then all of a sudden, it's kind of like derailment. So at the end of the day, what I'm saying is, people, there is a chain. There is a line of secession here. All right. There's an owner, president, GM, and other subordinates. All right. Magic Johnson was underneath. He was a consigliere, so to speak. All right. You bring the consigliere the information, he sends it to the, the top. The top sends it back down, and he filters it back down. That's how it goes, people. And when a man who was worth just as much as the top brass. He's not worth as just much. Just Stop saying that, please. That's not When accurate. he's worth just as much as the top brass. He's not. He I is. wish you stopped doing, doing that to doing magic, that? yo. Seven, stop doing 700 that, million is The seven billion, that, there's a big difference in that. No, no. The value. That's the value. That's a value. That's, man, first off, Jeannie Buzz, that's daddy's money. Yeah, they don't have and his. he's gone, so it's hers. They don't have. <laughs> right. She, so she, she is, came into daddy's money. She is not. Okay. She is not. It's a, still her money. She is oh. She is not a seven billion dollar heiress because that is family money that gets split up across the board. Everybody don't get the same okay, check. Okay, it's one and a half billion. Woo! All right, so <laughs> seven hundred million to whatever uh, one billion is damn near there. So what I'm saying is he can look you eye to eye because he can go get that extra little billion he needs. You know what I'm saying? Easily. She can too. But he can look in her eye and be like, "Nigga, I got these. I don't need this. That's the whole point." What I don't need say. this. I don't need none of this. It's hard for people to understand that who ain't got that. Like, I don't got it, but I just, just know as you much as Jenny. Like, you talk about Jenny getting the pass. Magic's getting the pass through all this. He, what he passes? You're shitting on Magic. They, you He's just said, no you pass. just said. Listen. Hold on, hold on. You just said Magic went on first take because people all been bashing him. Yeah. So what passes he getting? 
What passage you been getting? You said that she's getting bashed. I mean, not, I mean, not, not getting bashed. I just said she's not. She, no one has said. No one has. I've never heard no one say it brought up that she, they need a new owner. I haven't. I haven't heard it. Yeah, she. She's a shitty owner. She I mean, is. I think we all agree about that. But okay. at the same time, Magic also deserves. But fault why in this. is Magic getting all? You're yeah. putting all. I feel like you're putting majority of you fault. Are. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not putting majority of fault. You you're, you guys gave him no, like a no, clean pass like no, with the way he I, no, 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 no. I just told you you I'm, said that there was nothing wrong with the way he left. That's a clean pass. There's nothing right, wrong the with the way, way he left. left. Yeah, yes. that's, that's the way he left. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh, stop, no, stop, 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 stop. No, stop, 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 stop. What's your issue? I want to know one. Qu- what is your issue with magic? That's my question. Listen, he was more concerned about serving those almond milk. <laughs> Be cold. serious, bro. <laughs> I'm in the cold, cold coffees, everybody, okay. and actually focusing full time on his job. Okay, okay, that's your joke. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you got your laugh. Now, tell me, what is your? I just prob- told you. What is your issue with magic? I just told you. What he's focused on his other businesses. Yes. That <laughs> what? Are you serious? That's your issue because he's he has other businesses going on, and that's. You're in charge of basketball operations for one of the premier franchises in the entire world. And basically, he's not the owner. That's not his top priority. He's in charge of basketball operations. That is his job. But, but no, I did not say that. It, I said that's not, not his top he's, priority. He's not the owner. That, and, that's the, that, and that's the problem. And Jeannie that's Bu- the problem. Okay, but Jeannie Buss also. But he's at fault. He took. No, no. She's at fault. She's at fault for agreeing to it. And then he's at fault for thinking no, that that will work. He's at fault. No, excuse me. Let me get myself together. Yeah, he is. Get me upset. <laughs> she is at fault for accepting the job offer. You know, for uh, bringing him aboard. Accepting those terms. Accepting those terms what... because Magic, up front, he said, "I have this going on, this going on, that going I understand. on." Understand? And I will be taking care of these businesses How while I'm doing sense? this. How's that make sense, though? He so is he's to... a smart. He's a smart business. So guy. it's up to her. It's up to her to say, successful. Let me ask you this. Steve Jobs, not Steve Jobs, I'm sorry, forgive me. Um, Jeff Bezos, he's not just in charge of Amazon. If you think I'm just going to sit back and just, <laughs> just Amazon it up and stuff like that, how Amazon do you think? He, he, <laughs> he acquired Ring. He acquired Whole Foods. He acquired the Washington Post. He built a office in Long Island, an office in Virginia. After after well, Amazon was already established and they were absorbed with well, the model. Well, well Magic Johnson. That's different. No, no, it's not. This is, hear me out. Hear where I'm going. Hear me, hear where I'm going. Hear where I'm going. Magic Johnson has multi, You keep bringing up this whole Frappuccino thing. Everybody <laughs> should know Magic Johnson owns a huge amount of Starbucks, which accumulates for a vast majority Which is an well. accomplishment. Yeah, right. yeah it is. This is a huge I'm not taking that away from him. Not, yes, just, you <laughs> not just Starbucks, no, though. Not just Starbucks. He has his own TV network on actual cable TV. It's called Aspire. He does? Yeah. yeah he has Aspire now. He owns Aspire? He owns Aspire. I know Aspire. I didn't yeah. know that. All mm. black, mm. black view <laughs> television, which Uncle Buck would never watch. Nope. <laughs> Uncle Buck would uh, watch he owns, TNT. <laughs> he, he, he's an owner, right, yes. he's like, owner like of channels, the LA Dodgers. Um, he has his Magic Johnson theaters spread out across the United States. Yep, you can keep going on. It's not just one thing. He is a conglomerate, people. Magic so, Johnson uh, theater in Bowie, and, the, and, and the late. Exactly. But the yeah, thing yeah, is, is exactly. like you mentioned, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bezos but, owns but, all no, those no, other properties. Magic does not own the Lakers. Hold, That's why hold, it's, hold, it's apples hold, and oranges. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at is that Uncle Buck right now, yo. When he had, when you're owning multiple business like that, do you really think Magic Johnson by himself can monitor 
all of those businesses in one fatal swoop? No. He has people under him who handle the day-to-day operations of those said businesses and filter it back up to the top. The top in his conglomerate is him. Now, within the Lakers organization, now I use that analogy for that standpoint. In the Lakers organization, he was assigned a task. I need you to be in charge of this. Okay, cool. He can do that. He can handle that because he knows how to manage. That's what he's doing. He's a manager, not the one person doing everything. He's a manager, okay? And he has Rob Palenka, who is directly under him under to do him. Yes. the day-to-day task mm-hmm. and filter it back to who? Magic Johnson, not directly to Jenny, to Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. Right. Magic takes that information and then filters it up to Jenny once he dissects it. So the issue you have with Magic is if why take a job if you're not going to be there? He can't be day in, day out. Like, there are, I get it, those who are not Magic Johnson, which is the bulk of these general managers and president of, back, president of basketball operations. Which is their only job. Their only job who are not worth 700 almost a billion dollars, right, cannot do what he does. But he's created a path for himself successfully where he can manage all of these platforms. In, in different genres and industries across the world and successfully manage it and still thrive. So he takes he applies that same measure to the L.A. Lakers because theoretically it should work. And technically, it was working. It technically was. Were there errors along the way? Sure. Were there wins along the way? Sure. But that's business in a nutshell. Business is not always pretty. There was some with Jeff Bezos where the Amazon uh, warehouse Collapsed in Baltimore. In Baltimore, my you, uncle you, worked there. Imagine too, hearing that phone call, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, man, you know, one of your warehouses collapsed. We have a couple casualties and blah blah blah. But, but hold on, you know what I'm saying? That's what happens. The information gets filtered back to the top. Is Jeff Bezos in Baltimore? No, he's not in Baltimore. Is anybody saying Jeff Bezos? I mean, shit, he ain't never really. Why no. he ain't repair that shit? <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it is their job to do. The orders that Magic Johnson filters down and it filters it back up. So your issue is if Magic should have did his research or he should have. No, he Magic Johnson applied his, the same successful regiment he does since the eons ago at this point to now that made him damn near a billion, billionaire. He applies it to the L.A. Lakers to help. Not, he The goal is championships, of course. But he said his overall goal was to create uh what is it? Cohesiveness. Like bring the organization back together in a sense where it's like, okay, we have some, we're functioning now. Now we're going to take this pl- blueprint and platform and now we're going to elevate it based off where magic got us. That's all his job was. And you know what? He, from that standpoint, he was doing his job. How are you building co- cohesiveness with the dysfunction that we're talking about with all these different voices being around? Dysfun- like, magic you know brought dysfunction? You know what I, I, I'm saying? You know I'm not saying he brought the dysfunction. You know I'm is? saying that there's dysfunction already within the oh, franchise. But You're but saying, wait, no, hold it. No, you, no, I'll let you finish several times. Let me get one more. Let me get one more. Let me get one more. <laughs> it's about, no, it's going to be quick. It's about culture. It's about culture in the household and in the business. Okay? So when you have a business. We're going to move on soon, too. No, that's perfectly fine. But this is. This is one after this. I'll table mine. I'm good. Are you good with yours? Yeah. You sure? All right. Because I I see something. This is is important. It's important that when you're building a business and you're bringing in people under you, you're creating a culture. You you can't have one person who's like forward thinking, on task, so on and so forth, and then you bring in a lazy motherfucker underneath him. 
they could rub off on one another. And it could be the lazy motherfucker rubs on the diligent motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So what does that happen? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's not his house. That's Jenny's house. That's the bus's house. That ain't Magic's house. He's just visiting just like everybody else. Right? So he's disciplined, and he knows better than to listen to these other crazy motherfuckers. But if this motherfucker is influenced by this motherfucker, that motherfucker is influenced by this motherfucker, how is that Magic's fault? That ain't his fault that these other people, because he's stepping away doing his job. That everybody knows he's going to be away. That Jenny knew about. That Jenny knew about that they're over here scheming against him. She brought in the wrong motherfuckers. Not magic. He said it himself. Rob Palenka came with the job. He didn't know him. People said he's a snake. But you know what? I ain't going to judge the man. He seems cool. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. So how is that magic? Because they chose to do wrong. That's not on him. You know what I'm saying? Like. He's like, these are your orders. These are your marching orders. Go do. You're supposed to go fucking do and bring it back to him. Thanks. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and you didn't do that. You decided upon yourself, we're going to go a coup and run amok up in this motherfucker. That ain't on magic. When he saw what was happening, Jenny, I'm sorry. This ain't my house. This is your house. Like it or not, that's the truth of it. This is your house, not my motherfucking house. He announced it to the public before her, talking to her. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm out because and, and the last part of it is we don't know the other shit that was not said by Magic Johnson because I take him a man to say I respect this family I respect this organization so I won't unleash all of the skeletons I agree I'm gonna unleash this little bit right here I agree. because if I unleash everything else it gets really really dirty you know what I'm saying so we don't know that part of it I agree. and I <laughs> felt like he was kind of tiptoeing through that whole interview like um, he knows how to finesse media he, a, he been in the game for 30, 40 plus years. That's my point. That's why he was such a great exact. <laughs> I'm done. But you, did you get my point? I'm trying to say that little. You little know point? I got you, my man. Come on, man. This, Uncle Buck, this for you. Yo, tell me what this. <laughs> I like how y'all let me talk. Kind of interrupted the whole time. I well, talk. First but, no, no, no. But go. No, no. You know. Well, go first ahead, and foremost, first foremost I'm right? the host. Yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> So therefore, you should have known this was gonna yeah. be biased. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I, you should have known coming into this topic, you wasn't gonna win. Yeah, you know, know what I'm saying? Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? We we with magic over yeah. here. Give me some dap, yo. No, man. Oh, we 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 with magic over here, yo. We magic. We magic game. Mm-hmm. Self made black man. You feel me? Always for fuck out of here. Yeah. What? I'm sorry. Listen, his Starbucks are good in his movie theater. Shit. Hey, the movie theater's still mm-hmm. booming. Starbucks yep, is still, still booming. There. And this movie theater job cheap, too. I like going there right now. I've never been to a magic theater. They're good rates, man. I, I, there's only there's not one in Baltimore. What the fuck, magic? Come on, man. I'm surprised. They're usually in those type of areas. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what the hell? If anywhere, <laughs> you should put one in Baltimore. Come on, magic. Make that happen. So, you probably should pack up because we're going Game of Thrones after this, you know? And like that. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, you ready to I'm get gone. the fuck out of here? I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. Okay, hold on. You can... Yo, tell me how you <laughs> life. Damn, I'm son. I'm leaving because I did not watch the last two episodes of Game of Thrones. And yes, I refuse to let anybody spoil it for me. So, people, it's been real. Gears is getting out of here. You should have did your homework. Me I tried. I've been busy, man. I tried. I, f- I, I literally fell asleep. All I remember from that second to last episode is when... Um, old dude without the, the dick, she's hitting with the Dracarys, and the dragon was over her head, and like he's looking at him, and he, he uh, burned him alive. 
do without I, the I dick. woke. Oh, the ball head. Yeah, one. yeah. That, I that, woke that, up. And they I know saw it's crazy because this more than one dude without a dick. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck was that? Oh yeah. All right. So yeah. I, I woke up. I looked at Mrs. Gibbs and I was like, did I fall asleep? She was like, yep. So she <laughs> saw. Like, she saw the whole thing. Yeah. I was like, ah. fuck. I was like, like, fuck. She's supposed to wake you up. No, matter of fact, she's supposed to let you sleep. She, she knows to let me sleep. Yeah, she's supposed to let you sleep. She, shout she, out to Mrs. Gibbs. Yeah, she knows if I'm like passed the fuck out like that, yeah. just let me sleep. Yeah, shout out to Mrs. Gibbs. You're supposed to let you sleep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Supposed to, you know, he, she had a long day. He had a long day. <laughs> we DVR'd it. We good. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. on demand, too. <laughs> so good. I'm going back to watch second and last episode in full. And then tomorrow, hopefully, I can catch up on the final episode. Make sure you watch it for the episode. Uh, we don't listen to us anyway, yo. <laughs> If you ain't editing it, you ain't listen. You don't listen to us, you I piece of shit. shit. <laughs> I already lived through it. <laughs> All right, so you dipping? I'm dipping. Take your head. Come on, get this. Let's go. What's up? Leave. Oh, <laughs> we, we ready to talk, yo. Fuck y'all too. Come on, you know me. Come on, that was all up. Yeah, Shout man. out to the people. Are you I leaving think. for real? Or are you just gonna go right, upstairs? No, I'm leaving for real. All right, bet. I understand. It's all late right. as shit. Love y'all. Love the people out there. You want to do your outro? Be good. Nah, you can do it for me. Bet. Because I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> Get the goddamn audio whiz. He out of here. You feel me? And like that, I'm gone. All right. Bye, motherfucker. All right. So it's me and you, Uncle Buck. Yes, sir. You are fully informed, correct? Yes. Okay. Oh, get out of here. Yo, you got to leave, yo. All right, well, I'm gonna just we ain't gonna you get know no put that down after you, after all that <laughs> magic talk. Put that shit down. <laughs> drinking my liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you know what? We are pretty bold to drink this shit. Yeah, I know. You're gonna talk all this shit. Interrupt me in my rebuttal. <laughs> I gave y'all fucking respect. <laughs> you don't know, put my fucking ginger ale down. <laughs> that, that's what you spilled it. <laughs> you gotta respect us, yo. We in here in your crib. We just, you know, we we did our thing, yo. <laughs> I'll shoot it. I got my pistol on me. <laughs> I'll just shoot the pistol. All right, y'all, be safe. Um, all right, so Giz is out of here, so we're safe to give our yeah. Game of Thrones. Shout out to B Prince. I wish he was here. Giz didn't yeah, do he his want, fucking homework. He this, so yeah, Giz didn't do his fucking homework. Okay, Uncle Buck. Okay, mm. let me know. You okay. got to tell me because let me. I'm, I'm be honest. Right, hey, now. go ahead and start off. Can I be honest? Yeah, go all ahead. Right, so here we go. <clears throat> Season eight. This mm-hmm. is season eight. Mm-hmm. Long years yes. of Game of Thrones. We finally came to season eight. You know what I'm saying? How many? What? How many years did they take off? Two or three? Was it three? Three years they took off for the final season? About like a year and a half, I thought. Really? It felt longer than. Well, I love Game of Thrones. It felt longer. I want to say it was like seventeen, summer seventeen, right? And then they took off all last year. You might be. I, I'm gonna just go with you. Okay. Say, with what you saying? I don't know. All right, so. A year and a half, they took off, right? You know, I'm, I'm excited for mm-hmm. the season, season eight. Um, where are we starting with episode? We want to start with the uh, the uh, the White Walker battle. I thought that was lit. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna just start with that one. I thought mm-hmm. that was lit. The one, the episode after that, I got to a point where I was like, hmm, it was good. I liked it. Okay, there was some things I was like, "All right." What's that? Uh, Last of the Starks, I, I think, was the title of the episode. That's when she burned the whole city, right? After no, that? it wasn't. So the long night was the, the battle with the White Walkers. Then the Last of the Starks was when they were celebrating. 
Oh yeah, okay. That was I like that mm-hmm. one. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay, after that, that's when after that, that's when it was two episodes left. So yeah, that was the bells. The bells. Yeah, that's when she burned everything burned the, down. Burned everything down. And then that in the last one, the Iron Throne. The Iron Throne. You know what? The, the Iron. Okay, the Iron Throne. <sighs> so you've been wanting to do this for like three weeks, and we pushing it off somewhat. So I mean, do you want to start with Last of the Starks? Because we, we talked about the White Walker battle, right? Let's go with The Last of the Stalks. Okay. Which would, again, remind me. My, my memory so is terrible. with that. I drink and smoke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With that one, that takes place literally right afterwards where uh, the episode kicks off with them burning the bodies of ah, the fallen. That was a good scene. Right. I like that scene. Um, Danny saying goodbye to, like, Jorah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they saying goodbye to Theon. Yep. You know, uh, I forget his name, but basically, uh, Mayman from like the Night's Watch that fell hey, in the battle too. Yeah, too. basically yeah. saying like goodbye to everybody. Everyone that died in yeah. the previous episode. Exactly. Yeah. So they burned the bodies, and then from there, most of the episodes of them kind of like celebrating the victory. Yeah. You know, um, in that you saw several things amongst them. It's like the key parts besides the Starbucks <laughs> cup on the table and shit. Um, I think that was put there on purpose too. You have uh, product placement. Yeah, <laughs> you you have Danny feeling kind of salty and feeling a certain way about uh, everybody loving John. Yeah, as they should have because he was a fucking war hero. He's, he's Even man. though he didn't get, get the death blow, he's the one that kind of rallied everybody together in the first place. He's the one that been warning everyone since fucking season, season one. one. <laughs> season season one. Two. Like, hey, we should be prepared for Dead this Dead people shit. are coming to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably, we should probably uh, prepare for this. Yeah. This is pretty important. Um, yeah. So she's she's feeling salty about that. Sansa is definitely giving like the evil looks <laughs> to Danny throughout the whole episode. Um, we learn that uh, Arya is still isn't feeling like I'm not the whole settle down type. I'm a killer, <laughs> and I'm about that life for real. Yeah, I'll shiv, I'll, I'll shank you any moment in time. Yep, and then uh, also Lady Brienne finally gets some from Jamie. Yeah, definitely. Did so it's kind of like thing. I'm like, all right, maybe Jamie's going to settle down, and she he he's beyond Cersei. Mm-hmm. You know, that was some of the like the key moments right there. Mm-hmm. I I like that episode. Mm-hmm. I did. Um, I know before we get into our thoughts, yeah. there have been a lot of criticism about season eight mm-hmm. about these one. They said the, uh, the battle of, you know, between the white walkers and everyone, they said it was too dark. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I, it was dark, but I felt like it, it, it fit, it fit with the, yeah. you know, with the atmosphere and everything. Mm-hmm. All right. With this episode, <clears throat> I liked it. It wasn't too heavy. It wasn't action heavy, but. You know, it, 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 it played the part. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone's... Was this the one? Wait, that was the episode where everyone's celebrating, right? Yeah. Yeah, all right. So, everyone's celebrating. I liked it because, you know, how else are you going to... You know, I, I like I like shit like where it's, it feels realistic. Like, we just won a battle. We're all supposed to be dead. Mm-hmm. Nigga, we celebrating. What are you talking about? Everyone's going to fuck. You know what I'm saying? We are fucking tonight. And then you need to... And to me, I like the episode just because you, you actually needed to come down. Mm-hmm. The episode before, and we talked about it, you're literally on the edge of your seat the entire episode. Tight, yeah. For an hour and a half, mm-hmm. you sweating, you stressed out. How the hell is this going to end? The whole nine. 
you don't need that again. You don't need back to back episodes of all that. This was actually a nice change, to be honest about it, because we've seen past episodes where they're celebrating, drinking, whatever the case may be. But then some horrible shit happens. Right. This is actually one of the few, if not the only episode where they actually were partying literally the entire time uninterrupted. Yep. Yeah. Damn. I didn't think about that. Uninterrupted. They yeah. were take, doing drinking games. Exactly. Uh, Try to get Brian drunk. Jamie cock block my man. Uh, Giants Bane or Giants whatever his name is. Yeah, Torman. Torman. He was cock block him. That was funny. He was crying. That was so. He was crying to the uh, to the hound. Hound could care less. Hound was like, nigga, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't like you. I don't like anybody. Stop like, talking to me. That man's like. <laughs> 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 I was like, nigga, shut up, get, I'm trying to get fucked up by myself. Please leave me. But you then he ended up getting him off the humble, <laughs> you know, afterwards or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's how that's how much of a celebration it was. Like we almost fucking died. I'm gonna give you some pussy. It's pussy every. <laughs> why not? You want pussy? I got dick. We we're living. Let's go. Let's get, we survive. Let's fuck. <laughs> why not? You know what I'm saying? So Brianna and Jamie, they fucked. Yep. Which was still awkward to me. I knew it was coming, but it was like, eh, it's a little weird, yo. I don't know. I don't see Brand as the like the and dick type, type. <laughs> like and dick type. It don't gotta be sex. I mean, this Game of Thrones, like, see, I know they have sexy women, but I don't think it was supposed to be sexy. I think it was just that true admiration, and they do love each other. They have love for each other. They do have love for each other, you know. And I, and I think that's what made it beautiful. So who fucked too? You think uh Brienne was like she was on top and was just like, Come on, nigga. You know what I'm saying? It probably took turns. <laughs> it probably took turns. Yeah. She looked like she would be dominant. I think she dominated some parts, even though that was her first time. Yeah. I feel you know, like she it. just like it was natural. Just natural. Like <laughs> yeah. she probably pulled a knife out every now and then. He was like, Oh, put it against a stroke. Yeah, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what I'm like, saying? how do you know how Cersei does it? <laughs> And then Jamie slapped on the ass with the gold hand yep. and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking broken femur. <laughs> Broke a butt bone. Yep. Um, that's what I have to say about that episode. Um, I think Tyrion should have been dead. If I'm, if I'm mm. Danny, how many times has he fucked up? Let's be real. How many times have he, has he brought... Has he made the wrong decision? Mm. You know what I mean? I'm talking about at the end of the episode when uh, I forget her name, curly hair, light skinned girl died. They cut her head off. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? That mm-hmm. uh, that part at the end. I forgot it. What, what's her name? Remember uh, her Masande. Name? Masande. Well, I feel like she was going to die anyway. Yeah. But just to give. Tyrion kept giving hope to where. Cersei was like, I feel like they could have stalled it a little more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in reality, if they're like, he could have stalled that. If I'm Danny and this nigga, <laughs> like, this is not your first fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Vatarian. This ain't your first fuck up as my hand, yo. Like, nigga, you should have been gone. <laughs> if we're being honest, I feel like Tyrion should have been been got offed. Mm. He fucked up before. He been fucking up. Uh, As her hand. Yeah. Yeah, so. Okay, I see where you're going with that. Tyrion, with her hand, I think that while I think he did a great job 
when he was in King's Landing. No, and yeah, he was filling exactly. in as the hand. Yeah. For this case, I think that he was trying to go ultra soft. Mm. And what I mean by that is, and I guess we'll uh, we might as well just get into it right now. Um, there you go. He was seeing certain traits in Danny that is that kind of concerned him, but he was still down for the cause. If you get what I'm saying, yeah. and to kind of put a different light on some of those traits, some of those uh, thoughts that she may have been dis- uh, displaying, he wanted to go ahead and kind of offer a different alternative. So as opposed to kind of meeting her halfway, you know what? Instead of like fucking burning people, <laughs> why don't we go ahead and you know, <laughs> like actually take prisoners um, and just actually give these people a chance to go ahead and kind of like surrender versus like you know fucking killing them, which is permanent. <laughs> you know, so. well, not in Game of Thrones. Not yeah, that yeah, really, that's true. But, you, know. you know, and and I guess like um. Like you mentioned, Masande gets her head cut off and stuff. And after like Tyrion tries to reason with her, fast forward to like the next episode, it's on at that point. Grey Worm's feeling a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny is pretty much a, a recluse for a time being because she's mourning, and, and that kind of helps stir the craziness that much more. And her for when they actually do battle, it's at that point. Tyrion was right on point when he was trying to tell everybody, like, look, it's not going to even be close. She's going to fucking destroy the city. Yeah, he was even like... Even with one dragon. And he kept trying to reason with them. They would not listen. Like, oh, we're prepared and we got this, that, and third, blah, 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 blah. Look, even with half our forces destroyed, we still have minimum just as many folks as you do. And the dragon. And a dragon. <laughs> so calm the fuck down. You know what I'm saying? You know, my, I like that they really were relying on those fucking bow and arrows or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was telling, I think, um, I was talking with my coworkers. They were like, well, how did they get the first dragon? They didn't know about it. Yeah. Now they know about it. Nigga, I got a whole dragon. What the fuck? I can just dip and dodge, fire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dip, dodge, fire, y'all gone. Dang, you know did a great job in terms of dodging all those arrows being shot in the air. <laughs> like, and at that point, the fire was just so strong, it just decimated everything in sight. And I felt like that was, you know, I think one, uh, co-worker, they like, one of my co-workers was like, well, how the fuck did they just destroy it? Well, it's a fucking dragon. I feel like if a dragons were real, that's how it would look. Like, yeah. nigga, okay, you got a man-made bow and arrow. Okay. First one misses, how long is it going to take you to reload? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How long is it going to take you? I'm looking. That's how I look at, like, that's how I look at these type of episodes. Like, how how realistic is it? I know it's going to be, it's already dragons. It's not going to be all the way realistic. But if you got a whole dragon that can burst fire from his lungs. A you know weapon saying? of mass destruction, basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that shit is coming, like, coming from, you don't know where it's coming from. And you got all these man-made mm-hmm. Weapons made of wood, you know what I'm saying? You're not gonna survive, bro. I'm sorry. One, two, three drag. If she had, think about she had two of them things. Yeah. Oh, just a weapon of mass destruction. You also had uh, Tyrion. I know you were talking about him fucking up, him releasing his brother. But that's, I think anybody would kind of be in that position or relate to that position that Tyrion was in. No, no, I'm not. Say, I'm not talking about that part. Yo, I, I know. I'm just talking about like in general. With yeah. that, since we're talking about like the bells, yeah, pretty much yeah, like yeah. the episodes and stuff. Um, I don't blame him at all for that. 
And I think they kind of knew what the deal was. You know, you can kind of tell, like, the way they were hugging and stuff. It, it was what it was. Yeah. You know, um, Cersei was still kind of being Cersei. She wasn't in full force, but at the same time still being defiant. Like, oh, we can still win this. And even when stuff was falling down, no, they're going to stop before she finally rang the bells. And even when she started, uh, uh, Danny started destroying everything, Cersei's still standing there. And I think it was more so out of shock. Like, oh, my gosh, this is on my watch now. Yeah. As much as I criticize everybody, this is on me. This is on you. You know, um, watching everything crumble before she finally kind of walked away. But at that point, it was too late. You see the hound come up. The hound and his brother finally duke it out. And I know you f- you feel a certain way about that. Yeah, I really like the fight. I was okay with the fight. It was okay. I was okay with the fight. Um, I, don't, I don't know what it, you know, I'm just, I don't know if it's the f- actual fight or if my expectations for Game of Thrones. That's why I feel like it gets in the way with me. I think it was your expectations. That's what I feel like too. I feel because like my expectations. Let me ask you this. What did what did you want to see from the fight? I well, I'm gonna tell you what I didn't like first. Can mm-hmm. I say that? Okay. All right. One, I thought that the mountain looked like Bane from Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know okay. what I'm saying? The the one with George Clooney, yep. the fucked mm-hmm. up one. That's what I thought the the mountain looked like. It I was like, like that. what the fuck is this? Like I felt like they ran out of money because they had they spent too much money on the dragons and the White Walkers and the <laughs> in that battle, you know what I'm saying? Like I felt like a lot of shit the budget just ran out. You know what I mean? Especially with the makeup and shit. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't it was underwhelming to me it just just the whole fight it wasn't as epic as i thought it would be i just wanted it to be like some one-on-one fucking the hound and the i I don't know i just the fight was just underwhelming i don't know what about it was underwhelming it just felt it just felt should i say forced it just felt I don't know, man. It just wasn't enough to me. See, I mean, it just wasn't enough. I think that's and that's why I kind of wanted to hear you say in terms of what your expectations were, because if that's the case and there was not a particular thing about it that you can say like, hey, this is what I would have did differently. Well, I'm not a I don't I'm not a writer, so I don't know what yeah, I would change. Well, yeah, I mean, it, but but I guess more times than that, at least with me, um, I understand like not, not liking something. Everybody's entitled to that, right? Yeah. But now liking some or, you know, uh, you know, you kind of feel that like that. Well, what would you change about it? it I'm, I'm just one of those people. You know what I'm saying? With that being said, I don't think it was really about the fight in the episode because the star of the show was really King's Landing just being fucked up, being decimated by a dragon. The fight was secondary. They had to get to that point just because that's what's been building up throughout the entire run of the show. Even when they were on the same side, so to speak, it was always tension between the two brothers. Okay, maybe. Okay, now that you said that, mm-hmm. I feel like that the the whole uh, city being decimated mm-hmm. was the main focus of the show, right? It was. And mm-hmm. I feel like this fight should have been highlighted more. Like I feel like the whole city, the whole t- every, this shit being fucked up was overshadowed. Overshadowed the fight. The fight. The fight should have been a highlight. It should have been more of a highlight than it was. Because they would come in, they would cut to certain other scenes, and they come back, and the hound stabs them in the head. And it was, you know, what I'm saying it should have been a bigger fight than that. Because we were all waiting for the hound to fight the mountain, you know. 
This is a big thing. We were all waiting for the Hound to finally fight his goddamn brother. It happened, but it just they didn't highlight it like I wanted them to. You know what I'm saying? It should have been bigger than what it was. See, and I guess I'm I'm okay with it just because as much as it was it was foreshadowed and talked about or insinuated throughout the entire run, at the end of the day, that wasn't like the main focus. Yeah. The main focus, like I said, was the decimation, but also you kind of see Danny really becoming the Mad Queen. That's also been foreshadowed, and technically she was a lar- the, the largest player above the Hound and his brother. Right, but I feel like they should have separated that. They should have made that some put that somewhere else in that season. Don't put that when don't put that scene when we you know we've been waiting for this mm-hmm. and then put that with another pivotal part of the season where we seen her actually turn into the Mad Queen. That's I feel like they need to separate that. Put that somewhere else, yo. Don't see, force it all together. See, and I guess where else in the season could they fit it in? Could they put could have put it in the last episode somewhere? I feel like. Like, just have them both survive and just duke it out at that point? Somewhere. They're right. The writers, mm-hmm. I feel like they could have, the writers could have put it somewhere else, you know? Or put it uh, closer in the season. Like, put it somewhere where that needs to be the highlight. See, and I, and I think that as much as people were looking forward to that, that was still, like, secondary compared to everything else. And sometimes, like, that, not even secondary, I, it, w- it was a theme. I think it got its proper due. Me personally, hmm. you know, because um, above all else, the payoff, if you will, was Danny, would she get to the throne? You know, what would become a Cersei? And also what's going on with uh, John mm-hmm. and his claim to the throne? Mm-hmm. Those were like some of the main themes that needed some some type of resolution, whether it's in like the second to last or going to like the last episode and stuff um, because of how much weight all those things carried, it made sense to kind of knock off at least one of those things in the second to last episodes, which they did, which was the fate of Cersei and Jamie. Jamie leaving, um, I said Jamie, excuse me, Cersei. Uh, Cersei dying in the arms of Jamie despite everything that they've been through. She, and I know people were kind of upset about that, like, oh, she, she, she I must worse. Well, if you really think about it in the symbolism, how much worse could have it gotten she got crushed by you know pieces of the castle falling on top of her and the whole city got burnt the fuck down. exactly so <laughs> as much she thought she was like the best for lack of a better word man for the job um really she's the only person that ever had the kingdom crush under her watch and again as far as like symbolism is concerned the house literally crumbled on top of her yeah, I wasn't mad about uh, how she died. I know yeah. a lot of people said that, but like they wanted her to suffer. But how would how would she suffer? And I, I think of actually no better way to see her suffer than seeing like you know what you weren't good enough to go ahead and get the job done. Yeah, definitely. Like she failed miserably. Yeah, <laughs> there was no peace of mind for her, and then she literally got crushed. And then, uh, and then it's like I, I heard people saying, uh, "Well, I a few people I work with, they were like, well, she's not dead.'" She's alive. Let me tell you something. If she was alive the last episode, I would have been done with Game of Thrones mm. as soon as mm-hmm. I seen that. Like, what the fuck do you mean she's alive? Yeah. 
the whole she's in basically a basement in a basement you know what i'm saying if you have a basement and you have a bit ba- it's something else under that that's what she was at and you survived that and that whole shit crumbles i'm like no this is some phone this is phony i would have been done so she had to die like all right that's how she died she died she died what's the what the fuck yeah. how else do you need her to, what you want i know they probably want her to be like sliced apart or die like uh like uh Ramsey. Ramsey. Get dogs chew her apart and all that shit. How you know who I was talking about, Ramsey? I just had an idea. You're good. Give me yeah, some yeah, that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. We in sync. <laughs> so, but I was cool with that. And then, all right, now I think we should get to the last yeah, episode. Yeah, go ahead. Because I have issues with the last oh, episode. Oh, I was about to ask you. What do you think? I have issues. Okay. All right. Now, one of my favorite scenes in the episode is when Tyrion found Cersei and, and Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes, mm-hmm. not because I'm I'm a, I'm a sick motherfucker, not like I wanted to see him cry, but just the emotion, the emotion. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you like he hated his sister. Mm-hmm. He loved his brother, but hated his sister. He still cried for both. Yep. I didn't feel like he just cried for Jamie. He cried because one, he told uh, Daenerys stop. This just when they ring the bells, chill out. Don't do nothing. Let everyone live. She didn't do that. And the way that his sister died, I feel like he wanted her to. I know he wanted her to die. We all know this, mm-hmm. but I feel like he wanted her to die like in battle. You know what I'm saying? Like a like a with some type of honor, I guess. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, know what or I mean? rotten you know in a prison. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Where it's like, okay, you died for your action. Whatever. You don't die like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I know it sounds mm-hmm. weird. Just trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to explain it, but die die with some type of as a queen mm-hmm. or uh, honoring the 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 kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Don't die because Shorty came and just destroyed everything, killed women and children and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you die with your brother, and there's no other. He's he's the only Lannister left. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, does, was that cousin dead too? Remember the cousin that the um that Cersei fucked? <laughs> remember him that became a little like the, the yeah the, he's dead he's dead okay so he's he the died only, in an explosion remember? yeah right right okay so he's the only Lannister Ty, Tyrion is the only one left mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying so now it's like and then the the way he found them this is like oh god damn he saw the gold hand he's digging the he's crying and moving the the bricks away I felt that. You know what I'm saying? Again, I'm with reality. Like, mm-hmm. if you long, I know it's Dungeons and Dragons and shit like that, but emotion-wise, yep. how would you react if you saw your brother and sister buried under a fucking under piles of rocks and and boulders and shit like that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna be like, oh, no oh, shit. All right. You know what I mean? No matter if you hated them or not, you gonna you gonna feel something. And he felt that shit. Mm-hmm. So that was my favorite part. You know what I'm saying? Because that just was like, this is emotion. I feel like this is pure emotion right there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, <laughs> okay. after that, I had some issues. There's okay. a few issues. I What's had. your grievances? I don't. Okay. It, it, my grievances are with John. Okay. John's storyline. Mm-hmm. We find out that he... Man, we really nerding this up today. Yeah. <laughs> we nerding it up. Yeah. We find out that John is the real heir to the to the Iron Throne, mm-hmm. right? We find that out. You know what I'm saying? You're a Targaryen. 
This is your shit. Mm-hmm. We get to the final episode. No, after this episode, there's no more Game of Thrones. You don't do shit with that title. Nothing. Mm-hmm. You don't do anything, right? Even when you stab Daenerys to to you know get her out of there, right? And they arrest you. I feel like that's the perfect call to be like, hey, nigga, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the king. I'm the king. You know what I'm saying? Even if I know, and I know people, I know they're like, John didn't want it. Mm-hmm. He didn't want it. I felt like they could have played it differently. You know what I'm saying? I felt like they could have been like, okay. I stabbed her, but I'm the real king. And then he passes it on to someone else. You know what I'm saying? He goes, I don't want to be king. I'm I'm gonna use my I'm gonna flex my king card, but I don't want to be king. I'm gonna let someone else I'm gonna let this person be king. I'm gonna let that. You know what I'm saying? He just relieves his title. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Do something like don't just let us know he's the king and then don't do shit with it. They just, I feel like they just let it go. Like, what was the point of even telling us he's fucking king if he's not going to do anything with it? Okay. That's my main grievance with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my second one, I'm going to let you go after this one. And my second one, they made fucking, <laughs> you know how I feel about Bran. I hate Bran. Mm-hmm. They made him the king? This nigga don't care about nothing. <laughs> like Bran doesn't give a shit about anything, yo. And then he's king. Why the fuck you make him king, yo? Okay. They Tyrion and and Braun and all the motherfuckers actually talking about pol- politics and how the fuck we need to carry things. And he's worried about a dragon somewhere, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I need to. I'm gonna worry. I'm gonna find. I'll find this dragon myself." And then they roll him off, and then they talk about the shit that actually matters. Get out of here, yo! You know you should know. I was livid when they when they made this motherfucking king. I was furious because I hate Brad. I hate him with a passion. I know, I know. I you know you know this. Yeah. I hate Brad. Hmm. So now you tell me, how did you feel about the final episode? I was okay with it. I was okay. So so here here here's where I am with it. All right, tell me. Break it down. Come on now. With it gets like starting off with Danny kind of doing her whole Mad Queen thing. Mm-hmm. That's how megalomaniacs often are, where she was saying all that stuff, but she sounded clear and lucid. But the fact that she was clear and lucid meant that in her heart of hearts, she knew what she was doing was right and just. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing wrong with what I'm doing. You know, I'm I'm delivering freedom and I'm delivering justice to those that need it, even if I fucking burn them, because that's the only way that you can bring justice. You got to go ahead and tear down this and eventually I'll uh, I'll rebuild a new utopia, whatever you want to call it and stuff. Well, you know, you're pretty much batshit crazy at this point. And a lot of people, um, from what I see on social media, were upset with, oh, like, what's the sudden turn with Danny and this is messed up, blah, 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 blah. If you really think about They've been foreshadowing this since episode, I mean, not episode, but season two. They have. Like when uh, she was in the house of the undying, they showed her walking in the throne room. At the time, we thought it was snow, but really it was ashes, as we saw in, you know, the final episode. I thought that shit was dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That everyone thought that was snow. No, nigga, that's ash. ash. (laughs) Um, Fucked up the whole goddamn city. 
And then also uh, Tyrion kind of painted the picture too, where you know we were all cheering for Danny when she crucified you know the slavers. She did this, that, and the third. But when it came to the so-called free folk over in Westeros and stuff, and she tried to do the same thing, they were like, "Well, no, we didn't really ask you to do this in the first place." And stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, and um, it really confused her because she thought she was just in the right where if you really think about it even though you could kind of somewhat see like yeah you know an eye for an eye i brought that up in you know one of the past episodes again everybody goes blind if you keep doing that mm-hmm. you know um and after a while people just like you know I, I, i'm over it she burnt uh sam's family because they wouldn't have been the need when she had every reason in the world to go ahead and maybe like lock them up mm-hmm. keep them alive all right, you know, I'm not going to kill you, but at the same time, I'm not going to release you. Well, I, I'm okay with that. They were prisoner of war. They were, you know, on the wrong side, whatever whatever you want to call it. You can justify that, but you just burnt them just because. Mm-hmm. And also, going back to Lady Tyrell, when, what was season was that? Season six, when she first came to Westeros? Or was that seven? Lady Tyrell? Mm-hmm. Oh, the old woman? Yeah, Olena. Mm-hmm. Olena Tyrell. Remember when they formed the alliance? Yeah, and I can't remember if they were in High Garden or not. And I'm gonna say six. They were talk. They were having that conversation, yeah. right, about stuff. Um, and after they convened a meeting, Lady Tyrell stayed afterwards and was talking to Danny. She told you know, and they, Lady Tyrell's my favorite character, by the way. She, she's dope. Yeah, she was trying to speak game to her, and one of the things that she said, if you remember, was, um, you know, basically. My granddaughter tried to go ahead and be, you know, amongst the people, and you see where that got her. You're a dragon, be a dragon. Mm. Damn, I didn't remember that. That's why you here, Buck. You know, um, and Damn, Lady Tyrell was such a gangster, <clears throat> yo. So at that I miss, point, I miss her. yeah, she was. And at that, with all you know, and, and there's several other instances, but with all that being said and stuff, why are we so surprised that Danny eventually went this route? I'm not surprised. Yeah, and I'm not either. I'm not surprised when it thing was like when they when uh when uh when uh Tyrion and uh the bald dickless dude what's his name, Varys. Varys, mm-hmm. <laughs> dickless dude. Mm-hmm. When they were having that conversation, when Varys was trying to tell Tyrion like, hey, you know, you probably should go with John. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, because she has this. I was with Varys. I'm gonna be real. I was with him. Cause she had every even before uh, her homegirl got her head chopped off, she had every reason to burn that whole city up. You know what I'm saying? Like she had like there was like she. You know what I'm saying? They done did all this shit to her. Like I felt that that was gonna happen. I felt that it was gonna go down. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and again, like technically, ever since like season one, her whole existence at that point was I'm gonna do whatever it takes to go ahead and get to the Iron Throne because I believe this is my birthright. As much she talked about breaking the wheel breaking the wheel yeah she still actually was a cog in that wheel because well i'm a targaryen and this is my birthright like when i get over there they need to fucking just give me this throne because of who i am mm-hmm. you know so in a sense as much as she was trying to go ahead and go against the grain she was actually part of the problem can i ask you this mm-hmm. do you think john killed her because he was trying to prevent her from being more destructive or was he trying to save himself because you know Tyrion was like no you're a threat to her you know what I'm saying do you think he was trying to save other people or was he trying to save himself I'm glad you brought that up what you think so 
I think that he places others above himself. John above all others is just. That's been proven countless times throughout the entire, you know, running of the series. Um, I think if anything, as much as he didn't want to hear what Terry was saying, it still registered with him. And then the fact that they had that little talk and she was saying that crazy shit to him, you know, in the throne room. Mm-hmm. At that point, I I believe that he realized, like, you know what? She's not going to stop and, and read between the lines. How she sees things, and basically, if you're not with me, you're against me. Who was one of the most prominent people that was going against her recently? Santa, John's sister. Mm. So, shout to her. If she didn't go ahead and get with the program, she was going to get burnt. And we already know what will happen next. Arya is about that life, so she would have got burnt too. I think Arya would have took that. I think Arya would have went down with a fight. Well, I think she, I think she would have burnt down Winterfell. Oh shit! Hell yeah! <laughs> so that and you, you see, I'm going with that. Hell like yeah. basically, everybody was in danger at that point. Um, and besides his own family and stuff, it was just like countless others. I think John was just like, I got, I got to take a stand. You know, as much as it hurts me, I got to go against my um my feelings and just do what's right for the realm. You know, and you talking about like his claim to the throne. Well, as much as he didn't want it, John, if you really think about like the end of the scene, because I know uh, Mrs. Buck was like, yep, what? That's it? That's how it's ended? Um, well, I thought it was fitting from the standpoint that, again, foreshadowing, going back a few seasons uh, back, was that season two, season three, when he was with the Free Folk? Um, John, in a short period of time with the Free Folk, he embraced their way of life. No, no, no. I agree with the ending. Mm-hmm. I agree with the whole. Well, I don't know about Arya because I don't know what the fuck she just turned to Christopher Columbus and mm-hmm. shit. I don't know what the fuck she's about to do. But like her, I mean, no, I'm sorry, John doing that whole ending, mm-hmm. him leaving with the free folk. I'm cool with that because again, he didn't want to be a king. He just that's the life he wants to live. He wants to live with. Mm-hmm. He wants to be free. He wants to live with these amongst these people that have their own rules and sets and things like that. They don't have a hierarchy, really. I mean, and, they do. And, 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 but and you can make the argument that he's king because you saw him leading them out from Castle Black. Right, he's king. He's the new. Uh, was it Rance? What's the what's the what's the old dude that died? The died. What, what was his name that lead that led the uh, the wildlings? Remember him? Oh, Mance Raider. Mance Raider. He's the new Mance Raider, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was. He respected him in a way. When he was alive, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, he was crazy as fuck. But he he respected him in a certain way. Like he loves that wilding lifestyle. And that was one of the few times if you think if not the only time that he went against the grain. He gave so much of himself to go ahead and serve others. That's the one time that he thought to himself that, you know what? Maybe I just need to look out for myself now. And he pretty much turned his back on um on the watch and he went out with the free folk. Fuck the watch. The first <laughs> off that was funny. I thought it was funny when John was like, "Damn, there's still a watch. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck are we even here for?" You feel what I'm saying? There's, there's no more White Walkers. <laughs> yeah, and shout out to uh, my coworker. He actually read the books, mm-hmm. so he was like, "Well, you know, the Night's Watch." He's, he he broke it down to me like this: the Night's Watch was only there basically because for like it was like a prison. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It was like it was only for like rapists and yeah just prisoners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, just go to the watch there's no women you can't have women you can't make a family yeah you go here and you protect 
you know, from from the White Walkers, but they but back there's no more White Walkers. Yeah, they yeah. didn't. But they, you know, the White the Night's Watch been there since. This is from the book, though. Yeah, I'm thousands going, of years. Yeah, in yeah, it's, only, it's been there since like five hundred thousands of years. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, just whatever. They haven't seen any White Walkers, but get the fuck over. Yeah. Here, you know what I'm saying? That's why I was still there, and John. I guess John was cool with it. Like whatever. He knew John knew he wasn't gonna stay there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm cool with the way it ended. I'm not. My grievances aren't with the way it ended, because Sansa was queen of the North. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Of, was, of Winterfell. Yeah, that was fitting. That was cool. That 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 was fitting. Just Bran. So fuck uh, Bran, yo. So here's and, a, and then another. Here's, hold on, mm-hmm. one more thing, one more. Why? Uh, I know it's for TV and all that shit, but how the fuck did Tyrion? Well, how was he able to make any type of decision? And he's in shackles. He's over here was like, I think Bran should be king. And they just listening to Tyrion. Like, what the fuck, nigga? Like, you're about to die. We're, we're, we're supposed to be here to, <laughs> to dictate should you live or die. And he's just over here wandering around. Oh, I think we need a new king of, uh, you know, what's going on? What's happening? So going back to what you said earlier about him making poor decisions, he did make those. Yeah. But under Dane's watch, and by all accounts, she was the Mad Queen. But prior to that, as much as they didn't admit it, everybody, it was countlessly mentioned throughout all the seasons, he's a clever man. Yes, and I is. think people respect Definitely. that. Yep. You know, even with him being in shackles. And you also mentioned something else, too. He's Lord of Castle Rock, te- technically. He's what? Lord of Castle Rock. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so just as much as like you had all the lords of the prominent houses there, technically... He had a vote too because he's the last remaining Lannister. Yeah, per your point, and mm-hmm. I think that's another. So all that tying into why are they asking him? I think that's why. You know, um, particularly, and also he had a firsthand account of different administrations, <laughs> from you know Joffrey to like Danny. You know, I mean, so he's been through the shit, literally. So you know what? We can't come to a decision ourselves. What's your perspective? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it was interesting. I know it was polarizing um, because of the selection of brand, and you know, at that point, like, what's the point of them? But it does actually have some Uncle Buck validity. Well, listen, so here, here's here, and again, here's where I am with that. I know you about to explain it, but I'm gonna just say it one more time. I know, fuck, I know, brand, I know. Man. So him, his. Explanation of Bran, I thought, you know, to a degree, he was kind of slicing it a little bit as far as like he had the most interesting story. Technically, you know, John or Danny had the most interesting story. J- John died, yeah. <laughs> but Bran also did have like a um interesting story himself and he interesting pers- uh, perspective. The fact that he could go back in time, he can draw on experiences from the past. Yeah. Also, like Tyrion said, Bran pretty much has no desire at all. He has no personality. So there's no ego that can really get in the way in terms of him going totally left field with you know decision making where he wants to lead the realm the whole nine and stuff like that. He he's a totally objective, mm-hmm. maybe more so than any ruler in the history of that particular land. And I think that's what made it unique, you know, from that standpoint. And the fact that moving forward, instead of like solely being off a of birthright, not totally moving to a democracy like the way Sam 
proposed and they laughed at, <laughs> laughed at his ass when they said like give everybody a chance they were like yeah I'm gonna give my fucking horse a chance <laughs> to vote for the next king and stuff yeah, I thought that was funny because yeah. he basically was like let's try democracy yeah exactly <laughs> hey what about democracy but no nah, fuck you, you in a sense the ruling houses have a say in terms of who's gonna go ahead and rule the land that's totally different than anything they did uh, previously in history so in a sense Danny's wish in terms of breaking the will actually happened. Yeah, it did. I wanted to bring that up too. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up first. Yeah, it actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, she broke the will. Yeah, John actually got what he wanted at the end of the day in terms of him being totally free of commitment for his entire life. He was duty bound. Yep. He grew up. Um, even though he's not his natural son, he grew up with a sense that Ned Stark had in terms of um. You know, honor, duty, you're supposed to do for others, so on and so forth. And he did that countless times. Um, for once, he did he did something for himself. Yeah. In terms of, you know what, I never wanted to be a ruler. I just I just need to go ahead and focus on me, which he did by going with the free folk. And then eventually, because of his relationships, he's able to go ahead and still unite countless tribes in the free folk. Um, the North becomes like another um, independent state. Once again, they work with, you know, the other six kingdoms, but pretty much it's independent. Sansa's ruling that, so the Starks are back in power um, from that respect. Arya gets what she really wanted to be, which is no one. Remember, that was a theme in terms of her becoming an assassin. Where the fuck did she get a whole ship, though? I think she's um, taking passage. And plus, remember, her brother's the king. So. True. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> take take the boats. He's <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? All right, cool. You know, so I, I thought it was like a nice bow, you know, on the entire series and stuff to go ahead and, you know, really like um close out. I have no problems with it whatsoever and stuff. I know people are poking holes. There's that petition with what a million people sign off on it and stuff. Stop right there. Please stop right okay. there. Okay. People that have this petition, I want to I want to let y'all know something real quick. You're wasting your motherfucking time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, <clears throat> Fish Montana, I'm not I'm not a director, not a producer, but I know I know TV, okay? I know movies. I know things like this. Do you know how long it took to to record this season? To film this season? Uncle Buck, can you can you can you, can you agree with this? Yeah. yeah. Why the fuck do you like why do you think do you think I don't give a fuck if it's ten I don't give a fuck how many people are in the world? Seven billion? Ten billion? Some. I don't care if every person in the fucking world signed this petition. Do you think HBO is going to go back <laughs> and first off, you have to repay the actors. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's one. You have to pay for CGI. The whole production budget. Because you know these dragons aren't real. They have to pay for CGI. I think they said this was the most money they ever spent in the entire history 13, of... 13 million. Yeah, entire history of the show. 13 million they spent. Do you know this is not a movie. This isn't... Oh, even if it was a movie, no one's going back to do, do you know how much time and effort it takes to film a TV show, especially like Game of Thrones? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? And also, not to cut you off, the most important number that you're forgetting is this was the highest rated episode in the history of HBO. Mm. If that many people are tuning in, even 
with them being upset about the ending, right. why would HBO go back and redo it if if you watched it? It's the highest rated out of what almost thirty years of it being around. <laughs> y'all watched, y'all watched it already. Y'all watched it. You watched it already. Hey. Y'all, like before we, I know we we gonna end it soon, but y'all are stupid. I'm sorry, y'all. Are, yo, man, where we at? Hold on, wait a minute. I, I'm here. Oh, you ready? Hold yeah. on, Buck. <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? Do you really think? Do you know how long it takes to film this type of shit? They were in fucking. What do they, they usually film? Game of Thrones. They film out the country, right? Yeah, I think it's Ireland or something. In Ireland? Like, do you really think these motherfuckers gonna go back to Ireland where it's cold and fucking <laughs> raining and it's like the climate is bullshit? Do you think they're really gonna go back and do this? And also, a lot of the actors and actresses, they moved on to other projects. They're done. Santa is Jean fucking Grey in <laughs> X-Men. <laughs> she's right. She's not coming back. Are you serious? She's got a whole X-Men movie. Like, Fuck y'all. And she's like the star of this Yo, movie too, like the main star. I ha- I get I have my my uh f- my uh you know my grievances with certain parts of the film f- not film, certain parts of the show. Do I expect them to go back and redo it? No. Shut the fuck up. Like this is what happened. This is part of the industry. No one is going back to redo this shit. Shut the fuck up and take it. Shut up and take it. And first off, even though I had my grievances, I'm not, I don't say it's, it's not a terrible, it wasn't a terrible ending. I remember the Sopranos ending. <laughs> so therefore, mm-hmm. there's nothing that can really like yeah, or upset me. That or episode, Seinfeld, yeah. that was horrible. Or Martin. Martin's yeah. final episode was fucking awful. I remember these things you know what i'm saying i don't know if y'all are millennials or if y'all are older and y'all just forget the terrible endings to great sitcoms and great shows but hey shit happens yo this isn't the worst fucking ending to a goddamn series again seinfeld yeah. sopranos martin other things i'm pretty sure i don't know how they end, but hey there's other things that end. this isn't bad i feel even though i feel I, I, in my heart of hearts I want it to be a different way. I'm not mad. I wasn't mad at it. I I wasn't mad at it. To me, at least, despite like the ending, you gotta. I think people have to admit they checked all the boxes, and you can at least make an argument in terms of why the stuff makes sense versus like some of the other shows that you reference. You're like, okay, why the hell did you do that? How (laughs) does that make sense? Right. With this one, okay, I don't agree with it, but there's a logic to what was said about brand. I don't agree with it, but you know what happened with John? Okay, I'm cool with it. What happened with Sam? They, in my opinion, I think they did a good job in terms of tying up all the all the loose ends and giving you the payoffs, if you will. Mm-hmm. With with Danny, there was no way there was going to be a happily ever after between oh, Danny and John. Oh. It had to come to a head. That's how it ended, and the justification for it. In my mind, when I heard it, you know what? That makes sense. I'm good with it. You know, them being locked up and stuff. Because, um, again, like, time passes by differently. At that point, it was, like, several weeks with them, you know, being, like, held, you know, captive and trying to figure out what was going to happen and stuff like that. You know what? That makes sense. Um, I, And also, in, in to retort everybody, again, it's not easy, whether you like it or not, being a writer. How would you guys... 
present an ending that made sense for all those different storylines that are presented through the entire run of the show. That's what people got to keep in mind. Not just John's story, but everybody. To to piggyback off of that, even though I do have my my f- grievances with the show, why the fuck I got hiccups? I've probably been mm-hmm. drinking. I have my grievances. I know. I just know as a writer, and they excuse me again. They went ahead of the the books, mm-hmm. so you're gonna have different. You know, it's mm-hmm. not gonna be how y'all thought it was. All right. Again, I look at things differently. Mm-hmm. Uncle Buck, I'm glad you, you know what I'm saying? You know how these things work yeah. too. You look at things differently. Like writers are it's difficult. Yeah. It's a whole writers room. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole fucking it takes a lot. Yeah. It takes a lot to make these type of episodes. So if you're upset, whatever the fuck. You got fucking other seven other seasons. <laughs> Of greatness, you know what I'm saying. That's why I can't be mad. I can't be mad. I'm. I, I feel like I. I it, it didn't end it. I guess the way I feel like it should have. But it's other. It, they Game of Thrones gave me so much. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I can't be too mad. You know what I'm saying. They gave me great seasons, great content, great episode, great episodes where I can be like, you know what. This is the end. It ended the way it ended. And is it that much? My last thing is: is that much more polarizing than when Ned got killed in the first season? At that time, oh. how could they do that? And this, that, and the third. In hindsight, you know what? That was so dope, and it kept me on the edge of my seat. I think time just needs to pass. I think there's still going to be some people with some sore feelings, but the ending to me was consistent with the entire series. Mm-hmm. It was bittersweet. Yep. You know, um, which. More times than that is life. There's never no perfect happily ever after thing. I think that would have been more corny to me if it was happily ever after where John's on the Iron Throne and he's like this gentle, caring king and stuff. Well, that's predictable at that point. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I agree with you. I think that I'm see that that aspect of it, I'm not mad at. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's certain. Like, again, I already said what I was mad at mm-hmm. <laughs> during the fuck brand. <laughs> I'm on my fuck brand movement. But again, that it fit. But I just wish they played more into John John's legacy. You know what I'm saying? I just mm. wish that that's the only no, that's another thing I wish they played. What the fuck? I'm over here got mm. the hiccups. I wish they just played more into that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Not mm-hmm. saying that he ends up on the throne, but they they just go, hey, he just goes, I am the king, but I don't want to be king. I'm gonna give it the brain or whatever. That's how I'd rather it, that it happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to give it to him. I'm stepping down. I'm going to be a wildling. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. don't just tell tell us the, his backstory and then just forget about it. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't do anything with it. But, again, I agree with what you're saying. The way it ended, I'm cool with it. The way the, his, his, yeah. what happened with him, what happened with Sansa, Arya, I'm cool with the Starks, how they do their thing. And... We just gotta appreciate what we uh, we we live in the now too much. Mm-hmm. Y'all know y'all loved the last six seven seasons before the before this. You know what I'm saying? So just appreciate it. And you're talking about arguably the greatest show of all time, at least the greatest show of this generation. Yeah, you know, worst case scenario, um, that's something to behold in itself. There might be 
there's a big chance that this is possibly the last time a show like this will ever come around in our lifetime. You know, so let's just go ahead and sit back and appreciate it. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the motherfucking ride. So, you ready? Oh, shit. What is wrong with me? I got the hiccups. You ready to get out of here? <laughs> yeah, let's do it, man. Okay. Uh, the song I'm about to play, uh, you know what I'm saying? This is for everyone from Game of Thrones. And, um, because I feel like everyone in Game of Thrones is a legend. It goes down to the writers, to the creator. What's the name? What's the dad that created the books? What's the name? George R.R. R. Martin. George R.R. R. Martin, this is for you, man. Come on. We only we only deal with legends around here. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Uncle yeah. Buck. Uncle Buck's a legend. Fish Montana, I'm a legend too. You dig. When I pull up on a nigga, tell that nigga bad, bad. I'm too good. Oh, 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 Big Buck Industries Yes sir We had us a good episode didn't we Oh yeah don't listen to that I'm glad we came to the Game of Thrones Cause we was arguing about the magic shit yeah. <laughs> We had to come to a, a, a Respectable meeting yeah, we you, know did. you know what I'm saying uh, Shout out to Giz the Audio Wheels He had to dip cause he, he did not watch You know what I'm saying the last two episodes But shout out to him they can't live this you know what I'm saying? You uh, know, this shit. Go I got the hiccups. What the fuck? Yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> I feel like a little baby. Y'all need to be burped. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to talk in between my hiccups. Fish Montana, aka El Pesco. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on. No, hit us up on Gmail and follow us on Instagram. Okay. We are out. If I die, I'm a legend. Oh my God. Oh my God. If I die, I'm a legend. I'm the one. One. Why do I feel like the only one? Why do I feel like you owe me one? Six GOD, I'm the holy one. Yeah, you know what's up. Yeah. They been off for a minute now. You know they all sentimental now. You know they all acting different now. And I, I just can't pretend.